Yeah. Like all the buttons. That was perfect timing. We are live. That's quite possibly the quietest pre-show non-talking thing I think we've ever done. Sounds like it sounds like summer game fest to me. Um, hello. We are Pixel Pints. We are the only global podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which could be in video games. We weren't here last week um, because uh, Mitch was selfishly <laughs> at his best friend Stagdy rather than here to, to entertain you all. And potentially us as well. Is, um, is that what is that what you call a bachelor party? A stag do? Yeah. Oh well, and in four weeks I get to go to a wedding, so we're gonna miss another episode. But keep out the twitters and keep on the Instagrams. I may be meeting Matt Burkoff. Uh, I gotta drive all the way uh, up to Wyoming, so Las Vegas is on the way. Well, is it, it just as long as you don't? kind of ram into him and just say take a photograph uh, yeah we're not to promote drinking please take responsibly take take photos responsibly yes take photos responsibly as well um you can follow us on social media at uh, pixel underscore points on twitter um we may have a bit of an announcement for um people in the uk um i'm just finalizing some details thanks to uh, michael for doing some networking on our behalf um and you can follow us on Instagram at PixelPintsPod, where I sometimes post pictures of beers and sometimes post gaming um, footage of me genuinely being a bit shit at Battle Royales. But I still play them. But I could be a bit shit at Souls games, and some people still play that. Um, Liam, how's things with you? Yeah, it's going good. Um, I've got a new controller. Ooh. Oh, it's a black one. Um, is that, is that um, a market off-the-shelf one, or did you get one from a third-party provider? I did get it from a third-party provider, but that, not in the way that you think. Uh, but this is a genuine one. I got this off Amazon uh, a couple... Yeah, yesterday. I, I literally got it yesterday. You know what yeah, I learned about? Nice. Th- you know what I learned about those? You can yeah. You can play those on the PS3. Yeah, yeah, you can. I've got my PS3 right here. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't I, use well, my PlayStation 3 controllers because uh, they are literally fucked. <laughs> yeah, literally, uh, yeah, I was like, that's the one thing that makes me nervous of going back to my PS3. It's like, do I want to play on those controllers after I play with the Dual? Like, the DualShock was, uh, the DualShock 4 was good, and then now we have the DualSense, which is even better, and I'm just like, I really don't want to play with that crappy controller, but I kind of want to go play those games, and now I can play it on my yeah. DualSense, so there you go. You absolutely do not want to play with those controllers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just glad it's cooler here because if we'd done this on Friday, you wouldn't have actually been able to hear me because I would have had the fan that is just here just blowing straight at me. It was obnoxiously hot. Yes. Um, we're not built in this country for 34 degree weather, which it was, which is, what is that? That's 81 Fahrenheit. 
But I'm assuming uh, you have a lot of humidity over there too, so it's probably like unbearable. It wasn't too humid. It was just that 34 degrees and me just don't go together unless I am in a, some form of hot country and I have a swimming pool and a bar within walking distance. Um, oh, the place to get working. hydrated, the place to get dehydrated. Yes. Um, the place to cool off and the place to top off. Yeah. Um, oh, I like that. That's good. Trying, trying to work in that was just obscene mitch how are things in la have you sufficiently recovered from bachelor party it wasn't much of the bachelor party i was recovering from it's more of my travel like we we had to go from i arrived in minneapolis where my my friend lives and then we had to drive down to the wisconsin dells which is southern wisconsin so that's like a two and a half hour drive so it was more of the drive back and then my flight got delayed and i and i took i was taking a red eye so I didn't get to LA until like 3 a.m. It was a really, and I went back to work on that Monday morning. So like, it was it was rough, um, but it was good. Uh, you know, obviously we'll talk about it, but like, you know, got to finally announce what or what I'm working on and and get to ship a game this year. I'm I'm so excited. Um, in September second, have, have your name in the credits. I will have my name in the credits. I'm so excited. I, I'm I'm beyond stoked for it. So. Right. Right, we have a, a terrible amount of stuff to try and get through, so let's let's not um, dwell too long. I'm assuming that neither of you have the first part of this, which is beers. I don't have a beer, but I have a milk tea. Milk tea. Mm-hmm. I've got something milky as well. Ooh, that um, nice. These are super good. Black tea with milk. Mm-hmm. And you just shake it up, and you drink them. They're super good. Yeah. I'm- not sure about black tea with milk. It's just like having. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think that either. But it tastes Plus really it good. It's really because the mint. The the they put mint in it too, and it's super good. It's like it's it's does not sound like it would taste good, but it is really good. So I I do recommend it. Okay, so I've seen loads of places near me pop up with bubble tea. So I'm like, what the fuck is bubble tea? And I've got no interest in finding out. Um, so I am drinking. Are you talking about boba? Pineapple milkshake. Um, pineapple yeah, milkshake IPA. Boba. That's oh, boba. what we, we call it. Bubble tea over. Boba's great. Uh, don't don't um, hate on the boba. And this is a really cool can art. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Is that a ram? Yeah. That's it. That is a ram. Yeah. Is that the old from logo? Black <laughs> from Black Sheep Brewery. This stuff's amazing. When I poured it, you could actually smell the pineapple. Oh, that's great. Uh, I like that, that. Sounds really nice. I really yeah. like pineapple too, so that works for me. Okay. I'm kind of jealous. Doesn't taste as it smells. And that's just personal <laughs> preference because I don't like coconut. <laughs> this has got a coconutty tinge um, to it that I'm not enjoying. Darn, I'm sorry. Otherwise, that would be lovely. Damn you, coconut. <laughs> um, um, right, so let's move on swiftly. Um, we've got, I, before we get going, there's two announcements that I need to make. One of which is thanks to everyone ganging up on me. Um, after I made a joke about Evan not being able to be on the show for the next three weeks. Um, I'm pleased to announce that Evan will be printing, well, four, three weeks for him, but four, because you can't be here. Um, because none of us are going to be on the fourth week. Um, unless Matt bothers to try and pull his finger out or 
I find the time to figure out how OBS works. Um, so I'm pleased to announce that Evan will be printing Team Evan T-shirts for everyone. Um, and on the back, it will say, team, so on the front, Team Evan, on the back, no McWumble. So they'll be in the post to you all soon. Um, the other thing that I needed to announce is my my underground hacking collective, the Wombites, have discovered something conspiratorial um, going on. And I'd just like to refer to the email that they have managed to access. So this is from Jay Ryan at head of Sony PlayStation.co.uk to M. Sikorsky at Naughty Dog Studios PlayStation Studios.org. It's not my uh, official email, just by Mitch. the way. <laughs> just just want to make in case it's, people tried, it's not gonna go to my inbox. <laughs> well, it will, because that was the uh, that was the official email that this it, this was sent to. Uh, dear Mitch, thank you so much for all of your efforts on your amazing podcast. It's not his podcast, it's a collective. Um, in bad-mouthing Xbox, Phil Spencer, and Game Pass as much as humanly possible. Uh, keep up the good work, and those LA Bears tickets will be on their way to you soon. Thanks, Jim. Should be a lifetime award-winning uh, Phil Spencer-style Ryan. And um, so now, from this moment on, we know exactly where uh, Mitch is coming from whenever he slags off Xbox it's because he's getting shilled um, some L.A. bear tickets. Uh, it's funny because the, the bears aren't coming to L.A. this year, so I don't know what tickets he's referring to. <laughs> and I wouldn't That's have a to. Super, super and, exclusive and I, game. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have to hate on Xbox Game Pass if they actually put out some good games. <laughs> see, no. see what I mean? He's already at it. If they put out good games, I don't have to hate on it. Like, come on. Uh, any way to shut my mouth is by showing me not telling me you have something uh, speaking of hating on stuff um, let's start where, where let's start a bit backwards so summer game fest overall thoughts and letter grade for like Liam. all the events combined or just the only the one no, just night the, show just the Jeff Ely two hour okay. uh, presentation uh, uh. Um, you know, th th there were a few things that I really enjoyed in that show, um, but it still doesn't help this show from being a D, a hard D. Like, <laughs> I did not enjoy it at all. Um, I was bored most of the way through it. Um, I thought it was paced rather poorly. I, th I thought some of the advertising in it was cringeworthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, Goat oh, Simulator! That was probably awful. one of the greatest trailers I've seen in a while. No, I'm I'm not talking about that. that, that I, I like that great. one. <laughs> I I like that one a lot as well. Uh, but the the appearance from Rock Wayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my god! Uh, like he's made appearances in shows like these before, so so you would at least expect him to know why he's there. But it's like he just shot a video on his phone and, and didn't have a script and just had to say a few words and randomly tangent onto why his energy drink's great. Oh, it's like, shoot, I forgot my energy up. drink. Oh, crap, I need to talk about it now. <laughs> Let me try to yeah, put this in there. It, <laughs> it was so out of place and so bad. 
and and I I love it for the meme potential it has, but but other than that, like uh, I've no fucking business being there. <laughs> right, um, Mitch. I'm just gonna give it a solid C. You know, like I think they, I think content-wise, he had some good some good pieces in there. I mean, to poach us, us meaning Naughty Dog, to like talk to him instead of doing the state of play that happened two days ago, I think speaks to things. Um, like, I think also, you know, I think that some of the ads were cringeworthy, horrible, but some of the, one of the, that goat simulator app was probably one of the greatest gaming trailers I've, I've seen in like probably like five years. Like it, in regards to being so clever and so coming out of nowhere, because I thought it was Dead Island too, and I was like, "Wait, what? No, that didn't make sense to me." But uh, the goat sim, goat simulator was great, um, and I, I think that some of the titles they brought out were pretty good. Even though, like, I'm not a big fan of Call of Duty, like I think that it showed well comparatively to uh, some other games. Uh, the Calypso Protocol, I think that's what it's called. Am I right? Is it Calypso Protocol? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so that one I think also showed really well when they actually showed some serious gameplay for it. I thought it was amazing. So, like, I think they, he had some good hitters, especially ones that are actually coming out. Um, now he didn't get, like, the big surprise. I mean, I guess maybe we were supposed to be, but... Uh, um, we. I mean, we had other announcements, but, um, I, but yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I give it just a C. Like it, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. It was just there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hard F. <laughs> oh man, CDF down the line. So, um, I was watching. I was watching some of this live, and then Dwayne Johnson came on and did his stupid plug for Z- was it Zhao Energy or Zhao Energy? And I've um, never like, gonna buy it. And uh, I sent message. Uh, I sent a message on our Discord asking Liam how long this went on for, and he said two, two hours. hours. And I said, "That's it. I'm not watching anymore." So I turned this, the live stream off. That's how bad I thought it was going to be. Um, and and I'm glad I did because then I could whiz through um, the next day and make some notes. And it took me about half an hour rather than two hours of my life. Um, so that's why it's an F from me. Also um, an F because Jeff Keighley, you devious bastard, he tucked his trousers into his shoes so he couldn't see if we were wearing if he was wearing socks or not. <laughs> oh, we, we, we all know the answer. We we know deep down. We it's okay. Troy Baker was making up for it. Unless Troy Baker oh. stole, unless <laughs> Jeff Keighley stole Troy, Troy Baker's socks. That no, no. It? I think I think it was more Tro Baker stole Jeff Keighley's outfit. They had to switch outfits by accident last minute. Is that why Jeff Keighley's trousers had to get tucked yeah. in? They were too long. Yeah, they're too um, long. And um, other notable mentions. My God, Troy Baker loves the sound of his own voice. <laughs> I know for a, I know for a guy who uses his voice for a living, but Jesus, learn learn when silence can be more important than saying something. But I think um, I think he learned the concept of filling airtime, though. I think that's the I think that's the thing he's trying to do. You know, each segment usually has a certain amount of minutes that you have in between. So he learned how to like make sure that that time is filled with there because there is actually in your when you say that it's actually the opposite of what you do in television. It's like uh, 
dead air is bad. You want air time filled. Always. Yeah, but so when it, when it came up, I know, I know, I know. Keely, Keely didn't get that's Keely's job. I know. Just saying. Um, so we've already talked about it, but my award for top cringe moment was Dwayne Johnson's appearance. Um, I think that's all of ours. My, <laughs> that's that's a that's a unified. Uh, un, we're all in unison on that one. So um, I think we can all agree that top the the great trolling trailer um, shown throughout probably history um was coach simulator 3 that was that was hilarious oh that's so um, good i we all thought it was a different game and then all of a sudden the goat appears i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> it's, it's um right it's like, so, I, I love um sorry i, I just i just love how that trailer like oh dead island 2 is finally back oh man it looks bad this, this game <laughs> has been through some shit what, oh, oh there's oh, okay i get what it's trying to do it's like i, I just love that slow I wonder what the, like, I I didn't go back, but did the Dead Island team, like, say anything on their Twitter about it? Like, just being like, you know, that, like, great touche, like, great trailer. Like, if I was them, I'd be responding being like, hey, touche, guys, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty nifty of you. Yeah, yeah. But they they did, the Goat Simulator um, Twitter account did put out a funny video of the Goat attacking Jeff Keighley, though. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then Jeff ragdolling all over the, the green screen background. Yeah, um, exactly. Right, so let's let's run through some of the games. Hopefully we won't spend too much time on this because I want to spend more time talking about the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Me too. Um, so, Giles in Street Fighter. Wolf, who would have thought that? I have no interest in Street Fighter. I don't know even what you're talking Great, about. Moving on. <laughs> um, so, um, so I went, wow, on my notes, wow, Giles in a Street Fighter game. Wow. And then I did actual wow, Callista Protocol. Um, <laughs> that game does look friggin' amazing. You can, you can smell the dead space of it through the through whatever screen you may be watching it on you can smell the improved the improved dead space off of it because like it looks it looks way better than dead space has ever looked like improved i mean better mechanics yeah but i just think in general too though like uh dead uh dead space never had melee mechanics and that is something that this game features um, the way that the environment can destroy enemies that wasn't really featured in Dead Space, if I remember correctly. I've I've only I almost finished the first one, but I just couldn't get through it. Um, but like I just I, I think there's way more there for the the player um, than what Dead Space ever offered. I, I I'm I'm gonna have to uh, come back at you a little bit on that, Mitch, um, because I I love the Dead Space games that they're, they're like some of my favorite games um and, and they always looked good and they always played extremely good um and I, i'd have to reserve judgment to actually play this game I, i'm just happy it's more dead space essentially but, but i don't think it looks like that much better by comparison well hold on you're you just you just I, i'm not i'm not saying dead space isn't a good game I'm saying this game offers more than what the other games ever offered, which actually improves the game than rather than just. Yeah, but it's hard to say that when we haven't played it yet, you know. Well, I'm just I'm not I saying I, I'm not saying this is like for certainty 
like stake on the ground, the sign is there. I'm just saying based off impressions, this is what it's offering, that it's offering more than what Dead Space ever offered. And that it, that could be seen as an improvement. To me, it, sees, it comes off as an improvement. But I will obviously reserve judgment until I finish and actually play the game. But that's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying at all, like it, it's, yeah, that's all. Good. Um, I'm sure uh, Evan will have a great time playing that when it comes out later on this year. Um, Call of Duty, to which I will refer to my notes as, it looks like a better looking Call of Duty. It looks more fun. But that's not saying much because I still don't have interest in playing it. But it looked more fun as a Call of Duty game than I've seen in a while. Liam, it looks like a better looking Call of Duty, doesn't it? It's just Call of Duty, you know. It really Call of Duty is really well, you know. I, I like think, how it Call of Duty is. Um, I did think it was funny when they got the, the two people from Infinity Ward up and they were saying, <laughs> oh, I've... I really love this character. He's a really great operator and he can really handle himself. How the fuck would we know that? The, this new Mexican special forces person. So don't talk about him like we know who this person is. We've never seen this person or heard of them before. It's like one of the original characters. Hey, hey Keith. Yeah. Hey, Keith. <laughs> I can't wait for Microsoft to touch this studio because guess what? They're never going to come out with a game for a long time. So then when they actually come out with one, it'll actually be refreshing. Because it won't come out for like seven yeah, years. Well, then they're, they're not Bethesda. We'll get on. It, it, we'll get on. It, it is still Activision. You know? It's not like Microsoft to manage them when they get bought. Not not for the anyway. Okay, Flashback Two. It looked like Flashback Two. Can you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah, probably. It, the, the games, the games certainly looked like games, didn't they? Um, you're. The one thing that I've not gone here that um, you two may want to talk about, but I sincerely hope you don't, is any of the Japanese garbage that got showed. Showed? That's, um, That's not even English. I, I think <laughs> most of it was Chinese. <laughs> yeah, most of it was Chinese, actually. And then, uh, to be honest, yeah. I think, you know, I think the difference with this show compared to like all the other E3 shows in the past, this focused, a lot of these games are coming out soon rather than like in the way, way, way future, except obviously we're not talking about the multiplayer for Naughty Dog until next year, but like all the other games out there were like coming out this year. I don't remember seeing announcements for release dates for quite a lot of these. Um, the Troy Baker award for being Troy Baker goes to flashback. What's it? No, not flashback. Fort Solus. Uh, Fort Solus, which there's, there's this well this year the back half of this year is going to be chocked full of action horror so i can see this getting lost in the mix um well i'm pretty excited for that game i thought it looked great um um it, it didn't seem like dead space though it seemed more like a psychological horror sort of game set in space like a thriller which i thought was interesting um, and my main problem with Troy Baker there was him just talking, talking, talking. I'm like, he's standing next to freaking Arthur Morgan. Could you let Roger Clark speak, please? I want to hear from this guy, you know, because I fucking love him. <laughs> but no, Troy Baker would just keep talking. He comes back for second helping later on. So. 
yeah, I, I, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it caught my attention. I do want to see more. I, I'm not sold just yet. We didn't see anything about how this game actually plays. That's why. So that's the I'm thing not, that I, yeah. I want to see. Um, one game we did see how it plays is Witchfire, which, referring to my notes again, um, Witchfire, a.k.a. Tiny Tina's Wonderland, on ultra settings with the dialogue switched off. Uh, uh, add, a, add a Doom mod into that, and then you got it. I quite like the look of this. It looked quite cool. Mm. Now, Do you remember? Because they announced it years ago, and then they didn't show it for the longest time, and now they're finally shown it again. I, I have absolutely no idea that this is a reshowing of something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do recognize the name. For a while, I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think they showed at the Game Awards like maybe three, four years ago. Yeah, long while ago. I don't. I, I can see that the setting is appealing to people. It's just not appealing to me. I, th I'd, I take this as a Doom clone over something that came later on, which was Metal Hellsinger, uh, which they announced the demo, which I played. Which I deleted. It was not fun to play. And this is this is the the downfall of this game making it a rhythm based game. So trying to attack to the beat, when you're also trying to navigate a three D environment, whilst also trying to navigate getting projectiles thrown at you and people trying to do melee attacks, is really quite challenging. And it turned out to be not challenging in a fun way and since they lock all of the cool music behind a combo meter so the higher you build your combo the more um, instruments get involved and if your combo goes to a certain level then the vocals will kick in you'll never actually get to that level if you're if you're not hitting the beats and it mm -hmm. just was the fact that you had to do that there was a level of conscious incompetence that was stopping me from enjoying playing it. I wouldn't it recommend like, it. It feels like one of those ideas that somebody brings up and you think, oh, that could be cool. And then in practical reality, it's just not nearly as fun as it sounds. Yeah, all the people probably working on it who have been playtesting it for a long time and are really good at it think that it's a great idea. And then they put it in the hands of people who haven't been playing it for months, if not years. And, um, and yeah, as I would not recommend this. I I would recommend it if there was another way to activate the cool music because the music is frigging cool, um, and just take out the rhythm based thing and just say, yes, this is a pure Doom clone just with better music. So the, it doesn't look as good, it doesn't play as well as Doom, but we've got cool music. That would have that would have gone down better with me. Uh, uh, right. What was next? Storm Gauge. Oh. Uh, I think this is an RTS, in which case, Dan, game for you. Um, so everyone was really excited about Storm Gauge. Next was the... Um, I, I, I like... So, sorry, I, I just have to... You're so interested that you don't have the name right. <laughs> it's a Storm Gate. Storm Gate. Who cares? Yeah, yeah I mean, who, who does care? Like, um, then, then came High Water, which certainly looked like an indie game. The art style looked good. I like the art style. It reminded me of 
Um, oh, Christ, what was that one announced at E3 a few years ago? The Apologies. Yeah, that's the one. It reminded yeah, me a I bit of that in terms of the color palette and art style. It looked quite cool if it comes to Game Pass. I'll play it. <laughs> or PlayStation I'll Extra. I'll keep getting these in. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, so if it comes to Game Pass, other subscription models are available as well. There we go. That's how you, you cover it. Now, this did oh, look yeah. cool. The, the Truman Show simulator, American Arcadia. I think that might be my favorite indie game announced at any of these shows. That was great. I I'm like so the premise. Jazzed for that. I didn't see enough of it to have interest. Like I need to see more. That 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 that, that wasn't enough for me. Like, I did. I, I, I the, the, premise. The, the premise was interesting. I just was like, I don't get how that how that's going to uh, um, how that's going to translate to gameplay. That's what I that's why I was looking for, and I didn't get that. Okay, so Mitch is down on that one. We've talked about Goat Simulator Three, Marvel's Midnight Suns. We need to see gameplay of this game. No. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with the CG trailers from Marvel Midnight Suns. Show me There's... gameplay of that game, please. So they had gameplay, but it wasn't at Summer Game Fest. It was part of the IGN Summer of Games, not to be confused with Summer Game Fest. Um, so they had a, a I think it was a nine nine or ten minute interview with a couple of the developers that had extended um, gameplay footage. Oh, I missed um, that. They've released so. other, they've released other um, gameplay stuff as well prior to that. Well, I, I, could... I really like the look of this game. I could what. what? Here's the thing. This is Summer Game Fest. This probably got more eyes on it than the IGN event. Like, why are you not putting at least, like, like cut this trailer in half and then add gameplay in between it or something? Like, just put something to, like, show us what the game looks like because I missed it. The one thing that I'm not so keen about this game is the how they've kind of PG-13 the story. So this is meant to be about demons and the the dark side of Marvel. And yet the story that they've written is all very kind of placid and there's no there's really no kind of hardcore demonology or violence or anything in it. No one can die, everyone's happy with what's going on and there's no there's no edge to it. That's what I'm looking for. Not that I'm any kind of crazy edge lord. Um but I would like this to have had some some form of kind of bite or edge or just nastiness to it because of the the reference material. So that's where I am with that. Uh, Night Fighter. I thought this looked quite cool. Night Fighter. I don't even remember it. Okay, so that went down really well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Right. I don't recognize the name. Um, this is a isometric fighting game where you are um, trying to take down um, a gang as a hitman who's been double-crossed. Now, um, now I need to look this up. Yeah. I would like to remember that. I feel like I would have remembered this. You, oh, are you talking about Midnight... Midnight... Um, 
Flight Express or something like that. Midnight. Yeah, Midnight Flight Express. But that's a little bit like a mix between Sifu and Hotline Miami. Yeah, that looks quite cool. Yeah, that, that, that's what that game's called. What, What's what did it you called? Put? Midnight what? Uh, Midnight, Midnight Fight, Fight Express. Express. I think Night Fight is better. <laughs> I like how you liked the game, but yet you couldn't actually get the title right. Oh, this one looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it, bad. That, that game did look pretty good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 yeah, it's it's, it's, <laughs> I won't pay for it, but... Yeah, I, there's, I'm not sure there's anything on this I, list I, I would actually I, I, pay for. Well, I, I think this game's coming to Other subscription models may be available. Check your local... Yes, maybe, maybe. But definitely Game Pass. <laughs> okay. We get to our next award, which was the award for Jeff Keighley's dumbest statement of Summer Game Fest, which was, which was about routine, where Jeff introduced the game by saying that the, the score was made by an industry legend, legendary composer in which the trailer had no music in it whatsoever. <laughs> I missed that. I didn't catch that. I, I... Yeah, I, I, I thought that was stupid too, but then I thought about it a little bit more and thought, well, I guess if you had that guy working on your game, you'd want to say it, you know, because it does lead a certain amount of validity to the project, I guess. I think it has more validity <laughs> if they actually put the score in. Because then well, you might yeah, go, that, oh, that I recognize that music, that right style. Thing. Oh my God, it's this person. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And like, it's just. And um, the guy that did Doom, wasn't he? I think. Um, I can't remember his name. I think he did. Yeah, it goes to show how much we were excited for this. We'll get onto um, this at the back end of the of the show. Um, I I can't understand again why people have, I've seen people online say, "Oh, routine! It looks so amazing." So we didn't see anything. We saw a yeah. CG trailer. I mean, stop, the robots look cool. Stop so, getting so. excited over CG trailers. Please, for the love Wait, of God. Was, was Routine a CG trailer? I thought it was actual gameplay. It was well, it, either... How, how could that have been gameplay? It was like 30 seconds of someone walking down a corridor and then t turning around and getting attacked by a robot. So this is, so this is Mitch, yeah. Mitch's rule about games. You only get one That's CG true. trailer. After that, you no longer can show one. You get one CG trailer a game. And you don't even have to go by that rule. But if you're going to do one, you only get one. <laughs> I think you should uh, be allowed to do one right before the game launches. No. That's about it. No, because that's not a representation uh, so, of the game. Yeah, there, there, there have been some awesome CD trailers like the, the, like in the marketing campaign for when you see adverts on TVs and stuff like that. I, uh, no offense, argument. I even hate the Horizon CG trailer that leads up to Horizon Forbidden West on television. I don't think it's uh, very good. Well, that, 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 that one isn't a good one. <laughs> like, it's like, look at, look at the game. Looks like Just show the game, because the game already looks amazing. Mm -hmm. I think these games are going are gonna to look so good that CG trailers aren't needed anymore. Yeah, yeah are... maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe they Come, are. Let's just slap so. in-engine footage, because... That's what you're playing. Yeah. People um, are more thrilled right, by the in-engine stuff than they are thrilled by the CG stuff. Always. 
Yeah, save the save the Good CG point. stuff for TV spots in sports um, shows, sports events, and whatever else you want to do. But for things like this, we want in-engine or actual gameplay trailers. Oh, Keith, I, I disagree with you. Even in the sports section, I would put I would put in-engine stuff. I'd be really curious to see how people would react to that. Because when think you're, most because most, most people, people wouldn't be able. To. But I think most people would go. Most people recognize like a CG of like that's not the actual game. But then they they see the in-engine stuff, they'll be like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Like games can do that now, and that actually sparks more conversation than just a CG trailer because we are so, especially sports people are so toned out, tuned out of like, or or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Minute, uh, like basically any CG trailer goes in front of them. They're just so minute to it because they've seen it a billion times, and they're like, "Oh, that's not really what the game looks like if the game ever played." Desensitized. Thank you. Desensitized. Thank you. So I think it would be a way. I think be a wake of fresh air. That's all. Go ahead, Liam. I I do think um I think I think the filthy casuals are are hooked by that kind of marketing a lot more than we'd like to admit, though. I, I think oh, it would yeah. be a way to, but I think it is so, it happens so often. I think seeing actual gameplay of a game or, or, or in engine footage may make them actually like pay attention more to something to it. And it actually might change their mind about it. I'm curious about it. Yeah, maybe. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be most, inside most... the walls of the marketing and like ask about that and just see like what, what happens if you did a, a study with a group of individuals on there like sports fans and like would see it and which one they prefer. If you wanted to do that, you'd have to jump ship to EA where I think about 92% of all of their employees are either in the legal or marketing departments. And then about 8% are in actual development by the sounds of things. Maybe I'll just send Jim an email back and be like, Hey, can you switch my department? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I just think about the the fact that the battlefield 20, uh, 2043 and Cyberpunk 2077 probably made a lot of money from their CG trailers. Yeah, Cyberpunk definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Right, Cyberpunk next, was more word of mouth, not their CG trailers. What, what, I mean, the word of mouth before it launched was it was a piece of shit. <laughs> and then loads of people had already pre-ordered. Um, yeah, because more people told huge, huge, more people huge. told them to buy it like months ago, so they already bought it. Sure. Um, a game that again I won't be buying unless it comes on Game Pass. Um, the Quarry. I've heard I really, love... I've heard really good things about it though. I've heard really good things. I've been. I love Until Dawn. I love the Dark Pictures anthology games. I don't um, love the Dark played... Pictures, but I love Until Dawn. Uh, so and I'm really excited to play this at some point when it comes to me as part of my Game Pass subscription. Well, Keith, when we do like when one of us gets this game, we do have to stream it together. This would be a really fun one to like play together. Well, when's the um, multiplayer meant to be going live? I don't it's know not for another couple of months yet. Yeah, but when it goes um, live, we definitely need to hop on that. Like, I would love to play with. I like even just like me and you, Keith. We're a whole show if it was just you and me playing the quarry, being like, "What kind of bollocks language is this?" Like, 
uh, there was I can't remember what game it was, but I was just thinking there's that that's meant to be English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to playing this. Um, and I know people saying, well, you don't actually play anything in the game. It's it's an interactive story game yeah. itself. Yeah, it's interactive yeah. experience. Um, that's like saying, well, you better pulp all of the choose your own adventure books that started in the 1970s because you don't actually shut up. Um, I'm a fan of Yes. So next up was Nightingale, the game that could have been so cool but turned into a survival game. <laughs> I'm excited for that. <laughs> it looks it looks really cool. I really like the premise, but as soon as it's resource gathering and crafting and building, it's just my brain just wants to switch off. I I, I love survival games so much. It's a guilty pleasure. Just like I love Valheim, which is coming to Xbox, but they didn't put it in their show. So, and that's because yeah, hasn't haven't the player numbers of Valheim just plummeted? Well, it's still pretty popular. I mean, I, I know quite a few people who still play it pretty actively. I don't know. I mean, that, that level of success, though, you know, like, still a big deal, because they could replicate it on another platform. Yeah, I've, I've got no interest in survival games. <laughs> if I, I, try, I try hard enough to keep myself alive, let alone uh, an Avatar character. I really, really like the premise. Um, so, I, 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 again, if it if it becomes part of a subscription model, I might give it a go, but I can't say I'll be playing it for very long. Um, right. So just, on... just remember, Keith, uh, just remember that all the people working on this game could have been working on the next Mass Effect, but instead, instead chose to work on this. <laughs> They're all mostly ex-Bioware people um, that are working on this game. Damn. Oh, so yeah, yeah the, well, now, now, now you hate them more. <laughs> now, now I hate them even more. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't hate anyone. Just Jim Ryan. Um, so it comes up to the most pointless uh, announcement for you can play this now. Um, the demo for the character creator for Saints Row. Yeah, I. It's, oh, no, I think, that's awesome. I think. I that's think. Great. I think it's cool. I think it's too early though. Like I would have I would have done this like a month before the game came out. Like this is a great marketing tool for your game, but this is way too early to give you the creator because basically every it, this this is going to fade. It it's going to fade before the game launches. And like this is one you would want to be like pre pre-set up your character and then get the game next month. Like that's something that is such a smart smart marketing play. I would I I commend them for the idea. I just think it was wrong timing. Like this is a Gamescom thing because basically when Gamescom comes out, the game is coming out like a month after that. No, like, no, a week a week after Gamescom. Well, that's even more that's perfect. Okay. Like there you go. Make your character no, 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 one no, week no, no. early. I love that's it. Way too late. <laughs> Nah, I I I would say, but I think this is way too. I think this is way too. This is way too early. Like I rather take it a week um, before than three months before. Like I just no. Uh, no. It, it, it's just two months. Um, Still but, too long. No, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I think it's fine. I think it's a genius idea because if you if you don't know the meta behind the uh, Saints Row <laughs> character creation, like it, it probably has the best character. Oh, I do. Creation. I just think so, making making an announcement in at the summer's 
biggest well biggest I, because it I, was the I, longest. I, I, Five different friends that were playing with that stupid thing, um, and I haven't gone around. But yet. but again, the, um, but again, it I, goes to the point of yes, they're playing it. That's great, and I think we're all in agreement so that like that's a good idea. It's that your friends aren't probably going to be playing with it anymore next month, and then all of a sudden they're going to forget about it. And, like that's 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 the maybe, issue. But that's the issue. That's all. Then they should show more of the game and get you excited about the other features in the game. No, and then you've already got your character. I see. You, I would. I would. I would have reviewed Michael. I would have. <laughs> I would reverse that. I would have said, "Show that kind of content you're going to show next month during the show at Summer Game Fest, and then launch the character creator next month." Like it's just, it's timing, and I think it's just bad timing. It, I'd rather have the Gary. I'd rather if I'm in the marketing department, uh, that's what I would do. I think that would be more effective. Yeah, we've got we've got actually nothing we want to show, but here you go. And build your character i just found that confusing yeah it makes sense i i still think that game's gonna absolutely kill though i, I do as well I yeah i don't doubt it no i don't i yeah. just I, I, I just i just found it just like the odd. first big game release for months yeah, I just, so is it, do we want to actually show anyone anything about the game no we want to give people access to the character creator because i mean they did people... show some of the game with the character customization i know i know people well that's just a can thing of people dicking around with um yeah. people having penises or not or multiple different and have it in not jiggle or not or jiggle or not jiggle <laughs> so i do, I do you know they have deep customization options um to tailor your experience to how you want to play um but I, yeah i just get that they didn't want to show more of the game if it like you say is it's going to get people hyped for two two and a bit months time when it launches next up comes up the what was that accent award for warhammer 40k dark tide now i've known people from across the length and breadth of england and i have never heard a english accent to sound like the one in the gameplay that was showed for warhammer 40k dark tide Damn. <laughs> so maybe maybe, maybe they were trying to maybe he was uh the voice actor for the maybe he was meant to be hired for a different game and he accidentally ended up in the booth for warhammer instead maybe he was supposed to be on like the new mass effect game to like show a future accent of a character but instead he ended up being in the warhammer booth and like he was still saying his lines like he thinking he was on the mass effect project but he really was on the warhammer and they're like we will take it yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about whether or not I'd actually play the game. Um, it looks okay. I think Man. I would only want to play this with a group of friends, and that's the only way I would think I would actually get any fun out of it. Um, trying to play this with randoms or playing it solo, I don't think would be fun, but it's not built to do that. Liam, any opinion on... Oh, I... I just say that the Left 4 Dead type game is starting to get real old. Like, uh, everybody's doing it, and nobody can replicate <laughs> that formula nearly as well as Left 4 Dead 2. And uh, I'm, I'm getting, like, super bored of so many games trying it and failing, and I'm sure this game will be exactly the same. Hmm. Not even a certain game coming from um, the actual Arcane rig. Studios, which we'll get on to soon. Mm, How dare you? not really Left 4 Dead, though. Right. So, uh, next up was Layers of Fears, 
because there's multiple fears. There's not just one fear. There's well, not think, one layer of well, fear. Well, I think it's they're taking the two games and putting it into one game. That's why they're calling it layers. Well, it's layer. layer is it layer of fears? Yeah. So yeah. It's not layers. Layers of fear, and now it's layers of fears. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah. why. So yeah. there's more than one Either fears. Way, <laughs> I think it's a bit of a soft reboot or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're taking the two first two games and kind of combining them into one, is what they said. Oh. Um, I'm not Who sure cares? I care about anything that Blue Team are working on. I never played it before, so I've heard of it, but I never yeah. played it, so I, I have no I have no connection to this franchise at all. Uh are, they, are these the same people who did the medium? Yes. Yeah. I yes. do I do okay. like the medium a lot. So like I am interested to see what like I will keep my eye out on it because after playing the medium, I definitely have my eye out on the team a little bit more of what they're going to work on next. So, see on the opposite, I don't think they handle they they're not they don't seem equipped in storytelling to actually handle the themes that they want to handle. I liked I liked the I liked the gameplay. I was just hoping the writing may improve. I, I, I'd say that's why I'm excited for them to remake Silent Hill 2. Because, um, well, they're remaking something. It's not like they have to write everything themselves. So so I'm hoping, at the very least, that they'll just follow the template they have for that game. You don't have to rely on them being good writers. <laughs> Someone just gives and this if, to them. And they say, it comes with a yeah. big caveat, a big post-it note on the on the script that comes through. It's like, don't fuck this up. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and if there is bad writing, they go, well, you know, it's a Japanese game from mid-90s, so it's cool. <laughs> right, and then lastly, we got to the major part of the show, which was all the naughty dog stuff. Bad doggy. Very naughty. And this this was your, was this the third outing for Troy Baker? Or second. second? Uh, this is only second outing for Troy Baker. Okay, it just seemed like there was too much Troy Baker through that whole thing for me um so dealing with the tv show first i really hope this tv show is way better than the piece of shit um that was sorry uh, i took i I took out my camera i just don't want you guys to read my facial expression on anything you talk about so i'll put it back Uh, at the end just because i can't I, 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 I thought you might have insulted mitch so much that he just left no 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 i'm Uh, here i'm here with audio I the Uncharted movie. God sorry, damn it. sorry. I work at Naughty Dog, and so just for protecting myself and my job, I'm just when we talk about Naughty Dog stuff, I'm just going to always turn off my camera, just so you don't read any facial expression and like try to make up something. I don't no, be a news story. Tone in your voice. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. I hope the TV show is good. Um. I do think it's quite a good nod to the original voice actors that they've got parts in the show. Um, but yeah, the Uncharted movie is garbage, actual garbage. So it's, it's, I'm going from Sony's, um, what, what are Sony calling their, um, games crossover into TV and Oh, it's just PlayStation Productions. PlayStation Productions. Well, you're starting from a very, very low bar. So the only way is up Um, from here. In fairness to them. In fairness, and the the only way you can be fair to them is is that Uncharted movie has been in development hell for 
fucking years. I think they first started making it in like 20, um, 2008. Uh, and it's, I mean, it, it's been in production for so long that they originally cast Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake and then had to cast him as Sully because the film never came out. I don't think he would have been any good as Drake no, anyway. I, I don't either. But like that, that film is a whole mess of other people. And PlayStation Productions was formed like a year ago. I don't think they put that slack for that film. Uh, which was amazing. They're success and they're going to make more of them. So uh, get used to... Get used to terrible... In- yeah. Get used to terrible movies from Sony Interactive IP. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then there yeah, was really, the. Uh, uh, so, sorry, I, I was just. Uh, I'm pretty excited for the TV show. It seems to be making all the right choices, and um, and and the TV production has been going on forever. Like, I, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but she's <laughs> just spending absolutely ludicrous amounts of money on it. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm guessing HBO are, are underwriting the the cost of this, thinking that this is going to blow up. Um, I hope it does because I might like the TV show more than the actual game. Um, Liam, question for you: mm-hmm. uh, In what year do we think we'll get the Last of Us Part One re remake? <laughs> Hopefully, never. <laughs> it's quite enough. <laughs> Uh, no, there, there should always be more remakes. Um, how many remakes is enough remakes? Um, well, you know, uh, I, I must admit, as as much as I get people's perspective when they say this is kind of a pointless remake, um, there are aspects of the game that I thought they really fixed and made a shit ton better in Part 2, to the point where I'm like, uh, yeah, if, if they make that game more like Part 2 in a few ways... It's worth the extra work and uh, <laughs> and leave it at that. Like, let's not have another from... remake in ten years. It's fine. I'd rather I'd rather this come out than the Final Fantasy stuff that Square pumping well, out or not, as the um, case may be. Well, uh, how about you shut up, Keith? Shut up. Yeah, I I can I can see from what was shown the the level of effort that's gone into making it and the improvements i think charging 99.99 for it for the deluxe version seems a bit steep yes. um but i'm not in the marketing department um jim ryan's the only person in the marketing department it's, it's just it's, did you see what was in the collector's mind. edition just curious um no. the collector's edition's cool and, and, uh, um, I, I saw, more have a problem we, with the base price. The, 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 I did see. I did see what was in the collector's edition. Yes, and because three, I, you get I, the I three comic books people... and customized and redesigned the art for the comic book. So it's just something unique. Yeah, I, I can understand why they're charging it. I can't. I can understand why people are paying that amount because if you've got the money, it's your choice. It's your money. Uh, could anyone? Okay, so if they did a Mass Effect Legendary Edition re-remake and they packaged in the similar amount of stuff, would I pay 100 quid for it? Including like the, a comic book? On that. Including like a Mass Effect comic book or something and they redesigned oh, I the own, art book? I own all and, the comics anyway. And, so. and, it's a, and you get a steel book case of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition? 
I've got steelbooks of all the original ones. I um, didn't even know they released steelbooks yeah, of the so, originals. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's people's money. You can choose how to spend it. I, I wouldn't if it were me. The thing that really irks me about it is it's the same price in the UK as it is in the US when the at the moment I think the dollar is the pound dollar is about 1.7 yeah so it's $90 over yeah it's an absolute yeah. rip off it is it's nuts um, um, I, I was just wondering though Keith have you seen the controversy that, that, that people are talking about on, online because of this uh, remake oh controversy yeah um, on the internet because, oh yeah I know right like people are complaining because they they've taken a few liberties and changing certain character models and oh and come I, on, I I personally only have a problem maybe with Ellie's character model because I think she should look a little bit more childish and a little more innocent and I think they kind of made her look a little bit like like she was grown a little bit more than she was originally, which uh, I I don't know it just doesn't look as good weirdly. Is me. is uh, that potentially to deal with? Um, the potential lawsuit from I, I don't Mr. Think Page, so. who's, uh, whose I first think... name I've forgotten. Um, because that, that whole lawsuit came Elliot from the Page. first... Thank you, yeah. It's, mis yeah, it's Mr. Page, yeah. technically. But... Yeah, that's what I said, Mr. Page. Oh, I thought you said yeah, Miss. That, I thought you said Miss, lawsuit... my bad. Sorry. Yeah, that, that lawsuit came about from the first announcement trailer for The Last of Us that came out in 2011. Um, and then they edited the character before the game came out, um, so that, that there was no reason for the lawsuit because it didn't look like Ellen Page. And it was Ellen Page at the time. It looked like yeah. Ellen Page, who is now Elliot Page. Yes. So, uh, Mitch, I take it you're a bit nonplussed about whether this game comes out or not. <laughs> um, sorry, I turned my camera back on because I noticed Keith by turning off my camera. The, it showed the viewer of not your face on it, so all of a sudden it, it it just looked really weird. So I came back on. Now I'm 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 very fortunate to be working on this project, and I'm excited for it to come out. And that's all I can say about it. I can talk more about it when it releases, but that's all I can say for now. Um, I do appreciate the like I said, I do appreciate the effort that's gone into it. I appreciate all of the quality of life improvements. I appreciate all of the um accessibility improvements that have gone into it it's just when I, I i don't know if i would play this because the thing that that put me off of playing the first the the original title was i didn't like the gameplay very much i didn't think the flow of combat was very good and i genuinely didn't like the characters they just put me off so i don't know you're not, if this you're not supposed to i, yeah. I don't think but, but that's the kind of thing I think a lot of people get complain about The Last of Us. Me personally, is oh yeah, I, I don't like any of the characters. Um, I'm like I'm like just because you know you're playing a video game doesn't necessarily mean you have to like the characters. No, but you've got to I be think, engaged yeah, with I, it in some way. Well, well, that's, 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 that's the thing though is just like people complain about that, uh, and I think where they say oh it's bad because of this, they should just go oh it's not for me. I don't yeah, want to say and I'm not saying it's but... bad in any way. I'm no, no, that... you're not. I'm, I'm just saying people. Thank you very much for noticing yeah. that, Liam. Um, yeah. May, may your, um, may you be inching towards <laughs> Team McWomble and away from Team Evan. Can we? Um, are I you, mean... are you full Team Evan? 
Team Open for Life. Keith, I mean, Keith. I did used to be the... You can send me a shirt. I, I, I did you... <laughs> I'd wear one for you. I, I used to be the supreme leader of the anti McWomble League, so you know. Yeah. Uh, and found I, I, I've always been Team Evan, it might seem. Yeah. Maybe Team Evan was the original anti McWomble League. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. Is there anything more we want to say about um, the Naughty Dog showing? Is it with there's there's some multiplayer thing coming at some point? Oh. Is it going to be a battle royale? Um, yeah, I, I would assume so. From that picture, which I'm not afraid to say may have given me a slight boner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. TMI, man. TMI. <laughs> um, if it is a if it is a battle royale, as um, the Pixel Points battle royale correspondent, I'll be forced to play it. Um. But we'll wait and see because I'll need a PlayStation by that point. Mm, right. Play with your no taps. Yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. sh are we ready to move on? Oh, and, and Dan, sorry, Dan. To quite possibly the best and/or worst um, presentation in the history of presentations, the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Yes, we can move on. Yay! Okay, cool. Yay! Right. Um, so overall, same same thing again. Um, overall presentation and letter grades. Liam. Um, yeah, I, I actually feel pretty synonymous uh, about this, the same way I felt about Summer Games Fest. It's like it's like they were all part of one thing. <laughs> I feel it's exactly like they had the a they had a they had an afternoon to discuss how to just be the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Microsoft show was annoying. For other reasons, I, 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 I've got to put this out there like right now. Um, it frustrates the living shit out of me how Microsoft sets up their events. Like, just a bit of pre-planning. If when they announced that that event like a month ago, and they just said, "Yes, this event will be focused on games releasing in the next twelve months," like that's a whole month of people preparing themselves for the announcements they want to make. You know, if you go in there with expectations of, oh, we're going to show Valve, and they're going to show this, and they're going to... No, it's only 12 months, so it's your own fault if you're expecting that, you know? But they don't tell anybody it. They tell them in the first, like, 10 minutes of the show, and then, you know, it's like you're setting yourselves up for disappointment. <laughs> you're setting yourselves up for everybody on the internet to be going, where's this? Where's that? And, and it really is reflective of how good of a job Sony's been doing managing expectations compared to Microsoft. If Microsoft just managed expectations better, we'd be looking a lot better for this specific showcase, which is a, a solid D. It's like a, you know. <laughs> it's it, it's, like it's a, a lot better with D. a D. <laughs> it's passing. <laughs> it is passing in the U.S. <laughs> So, yeah, the, the, um, Mr. Mr. Liam, can you please call my report, please? D! <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't disagree with no, you, Liam. I don't disagree. They didn't set expectations uh, clearly. 
Like honestly, they even the week before they should just said, "Hey guys, just to let you know, we're only going to show yeah. games that are coming in the next twelve months that are only coming to Game Pass," which also should have been another thing they should have said because then the third party yeah. stuff they were thinking are going to show up also ruined their expectations because none of them were ever going to show up because they didn't show up the money to have them on Game Pass. So like I think yes, they exactly. set themselves for failure too there. But also at the same time, even if you said the 12 months from now, I probably would have expected maybe one more game from them besides two Bethesda games, to be really honest here. Like, to be maybe one more, like, for something to come out next year. Um, <clears throat> sorry, besides Forza. Oh, sorry, Letter Grade. This is worse than Summer Game pa- uh, Summer Game Fest. I, I give this one a... a just a solid d plus like just because because here's the thing like jeff like let's look at the circumstance keely had to pull this all together last minute because e3 got canceled uh got canceled and many of the eventuaries uh that were going to go to uh e3 probably knew about this way ahead of time so therefore they weren't planning on bringing anything to e3 so keely had to try to scrum up as much as he could and for what he brought out it was a decent showing not not horrific and it wasn't amazing but it was decent for the last minute pullout like you get call of duty you get naughty dog on your stage uh you get um extra stuff that like even sony showed up calisto calypso protocol but they didn't get the first gameplay of like showing actual like playing the game footage like that's 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 a get for keely so the fact that he's able to scrummage all that up for this thing where microsoft they know they're doing a showcase like they knew they were doing a showcase and they can't they still can't bring out games that's just it's it's demoralizing. Like I don't, I can't, I can't be here every single time Microsoft does a showing and say, "Where are my freaking games?" Like I can't. Like I, this is this is getting beyond frustrating. And like to point out, sorry, my last thing to point out Persona as like a huge announcement for you. Come on, man. Come on, seriously. Get over your fucking self. Get over your fucking self. Like <laughs> seriously, come on, man! <laughs> yeah, come on, man! Get get over your freaking self! Like, dude, I, I it's great to have Persona on a Microsoft platform and PC because they probably have played those games before. But those games are like ten years or longer old. Like, how is that your major announce? One of your major announcements? Because I only say this because in the actual press conference, Phil Spencer said about Persona being on Game Pass three times three times like you only need to say it once and get the fuck over it like i just i think it was interesting that afterwards there was loads of people saying oh finally japanese games coming out to game passes that they've had the entire yakuza franchise they also have final fantasy like what 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 are you all what are you yeah seriously what are you all on and plus all these games are old games except for the yakuza Uh, game that's it yeah so enjoy your um, boyfriend slash girlfriend dungeon crawling school simulator for 150 hours, or uh, at least give, at least they like gave them Boreal. Oh, the stories are really good in those games. Yeah, I beg to differ. Um, <laughs> right, so um, don't touch it until you've tried it, Keith. <sighs> what about you, Keith? What's your thoughts? Right, so I've done some I've done some um, quick maths. 
I did a math. I did a single math. Good, so good for you. Good for you. X, Xbox announced um, 30 games during that 90-minute presentation. However, 11 of them are either updates to games that are already available or games that are already available. So one-third, over one-third of their games. Oh, my God. Yep. So you, you should have skipped. So you should have skipped this showing. Then you should have not showed. So uh, the ones that I've included in that list, Riot Games, all of those games are already out, but they come to Game Pass. Um, okay, um, enjoy the toxicity of League of Legends online. Um, I suppose Xbox Game Pass fans. Um, so Fallout seventy six, The Pit. That's an update to already launched title, which looks terrible. Um, so, uh, Forza Motorsport, yes, it's the next one in the motorsport franchise, but I've classed that as a, as an ongoing one. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator 40th anniversary. This prompted me to make another note, which, which was, what is it with 10 million players? They seem to want to make a big deal of 10 million players. So join, um, the community of Microsoft Flight, Flight Simulator with over 10 million players. Play Naraka Blood Point with over 10 million players online. And there was another one that I can't remember, and I wasn't going to go back and watch the goddamn show again um, <laughs> to find out which other games had come and join over 10 million players. So why, why are you fixated on 10 million? You, you know what um, Flight Simulator made me think of, though, when they showed off that you could drive, a, you could fly at one of the jet things from Halo? Where the fuck was Halo? No update on Halo? Are you kidding me? This is your big franchise. This is your big game. No update at all? Come on, man. I think they saved it for later in the end. They'll probably show it off at Gamescom or something. I don't trust a showcase anymore after this. Well, after season one went on for six months, but now season two is going on for six months, so you can kind of guess that they're not going to have anything ready until, like, December, essentially, because that's when season one started. Uh, so they, they they literally got nothing to talk about until December. So there really is not much point in announcing it now. They failed. They failed Halo. Disappoint people anyway. They failed Halo. Like beyond belief. Like this is uh, as as it's been going on. The, it's been worse. It's been worse. Right. Well, we know they're working on co-op single player. That should have been launched. Well, co-op campaign. They should. Yeah, they, 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 they 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 basically should have delayed it until it launched. Like literally, I yeah, and, and and trust me, Mitch. Though, like Forge is a big deal. But once that launches, you'll see a lot of people go back to the game. Yeah, yeah people will go back once the Forge. Yeah, because it, so... it opens the game up to um, to player generated content essentially, which means they have a set of tools and they can use them to well, customize and make the game however they want. We'll see. Maybe maybe other games will hop in and and then they won't have any interest or yeah. the, or the time convenience to go back to Halo when they when maybe they're. The, the worrisome about it is not necessarily like uh, people will go back for Forge. It's will there be enough features in the Forged feature to be able to make it worth their while? Because what if it's missing things that they want out of it? And they're like, oh, but you have to wait six more months until we can get it patched <laughs> in. Like that's that's the worrisome thing. They've lost their good faith in this franchise in regards to now uh, being able to have things uh, ready to go. It's you, just, you know, Mitch. Um, one thing I will say is this has been standard practice for the Halo franchise for a long time now. And, uh, I mean, this happened with uh, Halo 5. Halo 5 came out October 
2015, I think, and the Forge mode didn't come out until August the following year. Like, Halo players are used to it. I think the only difference now is the expectation for a live service game, because they've called it a live service game, is to have these things a bit faster. Especially after the game's been delayed by another yeah, year. I, what I, I'm saying is the Halo franchise has survived this before. It so something, something as successful as Apex Legends, um, Respawn ran into that same issue but that was because they weren't expecting it to be so popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is meant like, here's the, here's the other thing. Yeah. It's like halo is yes. It's why it survived. It also survives this long because Microsoft throws so much money at halo and they have the money to throw at it. If this was another studio, they might've actually shut down halo by now for expectations well, because I mean, it may not be meeting the money they're well. putting into the project. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. Like I, Microsoft, I, I, I Microsoft has the unlimited resources to make fetch happen, make halo happen to like bring back the glory days of halo. And it's not happening right now. But things are changing though, Mitch, like uh, <laughs> halo isn't the biggest franchise they have anymore. And uh, maybe they'll decide sooner or later that it's not worth putting that much money into it anymore. Well, Phil Spencer, he likes his halo gears and Forza. We all know it. Yep, lifetime achievement award winner for Gillo, Gears, Gillo, Gillo, Gillo Fours, Gillo for, for, for Gillo, for Gillo. There we go. Um, right, so letter grade. Um, I don't know if anyone is familiar with uh, the um, incomplete met <laughs> the, met the metaphor for giving um, performance feedback, which is the shit sandwich. Um, that's how I felt about this presentation. So you tried to, is it, people talk about, oh, we need to bookend it. We need something great at the beginning. We need to bookend it with something great at the end. Didn't feel like bookended to me. Felt like a shit sandwich. I also, um, I also feel like it's a half lie because I, I anticipate uh, Starfield will get delayed again to the end of the year. So like they, um, so they won't, be, they won't be coming out in 12 months. They'll come out in 16 months. So, however... I did watch all 90 minutes. I did too. I fell asleep, so I had to rewatch it. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't. I tried to watch it on my be, red eye flight. That's that, that was my mistake. <laughs> I didn't it know it was going to be, be that boring. Can't, <laughs> it can't be an F from me because that was because I turned it off. That I turned off Summer Game Fest. Mm -hmm. So it can't be an F. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go C minus. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I'd go C minus. Um, Right. Do we let's let's run through some games. So starting off with the first slice of bread in our shit sandwich, um, Redfall. Oh, I, I I knew that it looks exactly how I expected it, which I knew. Oh, so when I saw that CG trailer, I had no interest in the game at all whatsoever. I thought it was uninspiring and looked ridiculously not fun. And after watching the gameplay, it looks exactly what I expected it to be. No offense to that team. I expect more, and I didn't, and I got, I got extremely disappointed. Uh, like, I, I've now absolute zero interest in playing this game, zero. Oof, Liam. Um, I think the game looks good. Um, I just, um, it doesn't look like an arcane game to me, which is my problem with it. Um, but I, I think it looks like a quality, good video game. Uh, I, I really don't have that big of a problem with it, other than it being a little bit unremarkable. Well, I think there's every possibility it could be an absolutely stellar game. Um, 
And, yeah, that's. I think me. I think in the uh, world of on game balls, especially <laughs> a lot of value is on game balls. I th I think I think with well, and then you learn that we learned recently that if you play co-op with somebody, only the host gets the progress on their game. The person that doesn't host has to go back to and redo and all those, those levels again. So, yeah, that's a problem so that, yeah, so that's just no, that's just like a big no, no. And then, you know, I, yes, it is unremarkable, but I think there are so many other more interesting shooters out there to play co-op shooters that like, you can't be, you can't be unremarkable and you can't be average. You have to, you have to have something that's going to entice the player that to go and want to play this game and try this game. And I don't think there's enough there. Maybe on Game Pass, know, maybe there's been that many co-op shooters lately, other than Borderlands and Tiny Dean. Well, I I would put this back in the same thing as the yeah Back for Blood. I would even put this in the same realm as things like uh, your your BRs that are first person, like similar to Apex Legends. I think I mean I think people <gasps> this is not similar to Apex Legends. No 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 yeah, I, no no no, no. Right. Keith Keith no I'm I'm saying I'm saying that the players that would that that they're targeting is similar. And therefore, they wouldn't want to go play this game because they have Apex Legends. That's way that's way has way more interesting mechanics, and and the world is more interesting. Like that's that's the thing. That's that's your that's your who you're fighting for your audience. And maybe I, I, on, I, I don't think so at all. And maybe I, on I, Game I Pass, think. it's a little easier because they don't have competition on Game Pass in this genre, so it's going to be more competitive in that area. But also, Apex Legends is free, so it doesn't really matter. But I, I just I just think it's I think it's um. You know, it's worth the um, shot, uh, but I don't think um, the demographic Redfall is going for are the people that play Apex Legends. I, I think, I think that's part of the problem with this game is that it doesn't really have an audience because it's trying to attract the people that play games like Dishonored and and Bioshock, but but it's just it's a multiplayer game that that people those kinds of people want to play with their friends. How is so how therefore leads to I, is it the the thing that worry, the thing that worries me about this is they say you can play through it multiplayer or you can yeah. play through the campaign solo. How is that balanced? Mm. Is um, it going to be balanced? That's exactly. the question. Yeah, because because uh, even their last game that was single player wasn't even that balanced. Uh, it's, it's obvious that they've built this to be a multiplayer game. So, is it is it that you're going to run into a situation where you can't actually play it? properly quote unquote um because you're you're playing it solo um yeah i'm not sure I'm, I'm not sure i like any of the classes this was the runner-up for dumbest english accent um <laughs> yeah that was pretty dumb well i i it's, it's almost it's almost as if um whoever's doing the voice casting for this and then the um the voice directing so, no we want you to sound more english There's, but but i am english no but we want you to sound more english yeah i i also think more just the, english the, that appeals to americans essentially i also think the player choices that they have the characters are so generic so generic like uninspiredly uninteresting um but i but i oh, like but the I, chick with the afro i think she's cool i, I i'm not a no i'm not i'm not a fan I'll of see, any of them i've seen like it before it, if any if, uh, if anyone else is going to be awesome though 
yeah, I think we've, we've labored red for Sorry, enough. I, I did um, want to say one I, final so thing I've, just to counteract. Uh, I've got one final thing to say. You go first. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I did. When Liam, you were saying that it was targeting the same audience. I, I have to extremely disagree with that. None of none of that. None of that looks like they would be targeting a, dis, a dishonored player in regards to the characters, the world. And none of that seems to be targeting a Bioshock. The, the The tone is completely different. The tone is fun. It's supposed to be fun, cheeky, uh, over the top. None of that screams Dishonored. Dishonored is, st- I, I is steampunk. St- uh, oh, well, I, I, I still don't. I mean, I kind of see it, but not as much, especially not the Bioshock. I do not see the Bioshock you're comparison. Buying Redfall the, you're not buying Redfall for, for the story. You're buying it because it looks interesting to play. Like, I mean, I, I can't think of any game that's done a story that well in the multiplayer, like, scenario, essentially. You, you play, you, you're buying it because you, you approve of that that combat kind of, not balance, the sort of, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but essentially the way the game goes on. I, I see that, but, I, I, but when I see the gameplay as well, I see generic shooter. With crazy yeah. weapons, that's all I see. And Dishonored doesn't it's got, have. It's got all of the crazy cool powers that games like Bioshock and Dishonored have. You know? yeah. Anyway, okay. Like if, if, if people, it, if people it wants it wants to eat it as well. You know, it's, it's just probably not going to be very successful. Yeah. Well, let's see if it, let's see if it gets to ten million players, and we'll see that <laughs> at next year's presentation. Well, speaking of ten million, we did announce we sold ten million copies of The Last of Us Part Two. Over ten million, so. 10 million is the number. So uh, my one thing... rather small compared to the previous game. Well, we saw that I've in two years. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you two, shut up. So Evan, Redfall cannot form part of the stupid naming nomenclature because it's actually meant to be the name of a place. Redfall, it's the name of a place, so it's not like someone's just slapped it's a city. fall on it's the like end Somerville. of the word. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Ouch. Next was um, Evan's top game of everything, Hollow Knight Silksong. I, I I played the first Hollow Knight and I couldn't get through it. I don't know why. It wasn't it, my cup of tea. It, it looks like a Hollow Knight. Sure, Hollow Knight's itself hollowly at <laughs> night. It, it cuddles you at night. <laughs> um, so then there was uh, the this was quite possibly my my biggest surprise of all of the stuff that was shown over the two um, pre- presentations. High on life. Okay, where that... the hell did this come from? Yeah. That game made me high on life. So that that's the one with the guns talking to you, right? Yes. If it wasn't <laughs> made, if it didn't have the Rick and Morty voice, I'd be ten times more interested in this game. Like, I love the concept. I think it's really cool to have, like, the characters talk to you. I can't stand the voice. I can't stand okay. the voice actor. I can't. I think I think Knifey is going to get a bit annoying. <laughs> but I did think in the trailer, Knifey was hilarious. I did think Knifey was hilarious. Especially when he said stab while you're stabbing the man. <laughs> stab, <laughs> stab, stab. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I, I can't stand the Rick and Morty voice. I, I can't even watch the show. I'm just... I, I know there's such great things in it from a lot of people are huge fans of it. Um, but I just cannot. Oh, from the season. I just cannot. So, for me, it's it's a hard it's a hard pass. But uh, enjoy for the people that will, because I think it'll be good for them. 
you're having some connection issues so i i did not get a word of that <laughs> go ahead liam while he's solving it yeah yeah um <laughs> I, I i was just gonna say that um um <laughs> The way you talk about uh, Justin Roiland's voice, because that's Justin Roiland's voice, uh, Mitch, it, it made me giggle a little, because uh, whenever I hear that voice, I just think of the character Morty from Rick and Morty. Because he uses that same voice. Yeah, he doesn't change for everything. it. Yeah, he doesn't change it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little bit jarring. Like, it's funny, because you find it annoying, because you, you just aren't familiar with the show, and, and I probably would find it annoying as well. And, and I just find it annoying, because it's just like, why, why is Morty a knife that's. Screaming stab, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty interested in that game, and and hopefully it has better writing than the last season of Rick and Morty, because oh my god, I've never seen a show shit the bed quite like that last season. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just charming and interesting, and looks like a shit ton of fun. And you know, there aren't enough games these days that make you laugh, <laughs> and I appreciate it whenever one tries. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I hope it. I hope it. Um, I hope the game's as good as it could be. Right? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah. Good. Um, so, unlike the joyless bastard called Evan, who really doesn't like the look of this at all. Oh, um, Evan. Uh, Graphic look, or just doesn't like it? He doesn't like how it looks. He doesn't like how the guns talk to you. Mm. Um, and he, he doesn't like the theme. So basically the whole game. Well, he doesn't like shooty-shooty-bang-bang games anyway, so... Not so much, no. Um, I thought this is, like Liam was saying, it's it's trying to be fun. And quite a lot of games nowadays don't try to be fun enough. They're trying to be challenging or in either the gameplay or the story or however you want. Um, I, I'm going to make space for, to, for playing this. Because it looks silly, um, silly shooty bang bang, all over it. Thank you very much. So next up was the Riot Games announcement. Um, it's good that Riot Games have actually got more than one. Um, it's also good that they settled their class action lawsuit with all of those women who they've been underpaying for years. So well done. Maybe use the Game Pass money to settle that lawsuit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have a giant the campus I drive by every day to get to the Naughty Dog studio. They have like three buildings. It's crazy. Riot Games is so much bigger than people think it is. It's just huge. And they have like five different games in development there. Yeah, they literally have a campus. That aren't announced yet. That aren't announced. <laughs> that goes with all of the other games. They already have that. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Okay, great. If you if you, anyone wants to try and get into League of Legends and play that on console with a controller, and not get yelled at by, um, I think people I think the more enticing thing. Yeah, they're, they're separate. Well, I was gonna say, Keith. I think the more enticing thing is it's offered on PC as well. So therefore, the PC player doesn't have to worry about purchasing all the characters. So I think that's like the significant yeah, part of it. If you have Game Pass, you basically save yourself a shit ton of money. Yeah, you do. It's quite expensive to buy those characters. Right, As the same, from... uh, Keith, it's also worth mentioning that the console versions of League of Legends uh, can't actually play with the PC players. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, they're, they're, yeah. they're in their own separate sort of thing. And the game's what quite different Valorant? in weird ways. Um, I don't think Valorant even has a console version. No, yet. it does not have a console version. It's only PC. Yeah. 
a shame because it looks quite good to be fair it's very um, fun I've seen people... I definitely enjoy Valorant oh cool yeah. if, that, if that came to console I'll give that a go yeah, moving on a Plague Tale Requiem it's more rats and fire and oh, stuff. I've got to be honest this made me a little less infused with this game I would agree when with they you showed that, yeah, when they showed that original trailer for it last year I thought, wow, this looks like a huge step up from the game in terms of production quality. It just looks like an awesome sequel. Um, but all this did for me is make me think, uh, it just looks like more of the same with a bit more killy-killy, stab-stabby. Without knifey. <laughs> um, yeah, without knifey, unfortunately. N- knifey is going to be missing from this. Upgraded game. to crossbowy. Um, <laughs> yes. The, the thing that confused me about this is this game is set in France. The, the two characters are meant to be French, but they sound English. I know. And all of the other all of the other characters are speaking in English with forced fake French accents. That, in terms of immersion, um, that and me aren't going to click. Yeah. 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 Um, I. Don't need to I I kind of in the same with you, but I'm, it's a little different for me. I didn't expect the game to be a drastic difference gameplay wise. I just, from what they showed me, they didn't show me anything new that I was that 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 I didn't see from that first trailer. So I kind of was hoping for maybe like a walkthrough of a level or something just to like see everything work together because like. I, I knew the game was going to play similar. I and I knew they were just going to make upgrade upgrades and updates, which I do see some upgrades and updates. But I just wanted to see like how it all worked together. So, mm. I just was disappointed in the showing of the game, not necessarily disappointed in how the game will turn out. Right, I need to I need to say here that I may end up playing this because Mrs. McWomble thought it looked good. Have you uh, has she played she has she seen the first one? No. Oh, so you, yeah, you should play the first one. It's good. Um, it's good. Right. Plus, plus, going into the second one without playing the first one, you're gonna lose yeah, a lot of context because it's heavily narrative. I, I know, I know what's going on. Roughly, it's French people wanting to kill a kid. Um, that's that's the whole story, isn't it? No, some, some nobleman wants to kill a kid because he can because he's a French nobleman. No, um, no. which you can. You're get completely wrong. Batman. You're completely wrong. Go I've, play the I'm, game. I'm pretty sure I'm 100% correct. I'm 100% correct in saying that the next announcement was Forza Motorsport. Um, and this is where I fell asleep. Like Forza Motorsport. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep here. Really... Now, I need, to, I, need to, I need to issue a clarification for um, our friends at uh, Singapore's favorite Essex-based gaming podcast, Idle Game Chat. Um <laughs> who had a go at them, the uh, two people on stage who I can't remember, saying aluminum. It it was, the person who invented it was American, and he called it aluminum, Um, and then we didn't think it sounded posh enough, so we added some more vowels and (laughs) called it aluminium. So them saying aluminum is actually correct, we decided to be contrary because we didn't think it sounded posh enough. Um, But there's some great retressed aluminum reflections on that. The question, the question ultimately is, gentlemen, will this game be uh, talked about, uh, trying to be pushed for game of the year? 
It should be. It looks bloody um, spectacular in terms of its um, graphical fidelity. The fact that they're doing, they're not trying to shill people for money like they did with um, Gran Turismo. Oh, give them time. Uh, oh, okay. Give them time. Like, like, give them time. Small, small point, uh, and this is one of the reasons I'm looking forward to this game, because I'm hoping against hope that this game has a better Forza Motorsport 7's <laughs> uh, uh, economy was well, uh, almost as egregious as Gran Turismo 7's, quite frankly. Like, it, it was really bad. Especially after five, because five was bad, but not that bad. And then they just went like worse with each game that came out after. Personally, I'm just hoping this is a sort of return to what they established with uh, Forza Motorsport Four, because that was the best game in the series, like by far. And hopefully, get back to that and actually have a a, a microtransaction system that isn't ridiculous. Uh, talking of ridiculous, you can fly as a pelican from Halo in Microsoft Flight Simulator 40th Anniversary Update. Uh, right, so moving on, Overwatch 2. Sorry, I had to wake up. Look, a little, a little... <laughs> look like more Overwatch. Afraid of Overwatch 2. So afraid. There, there's, there's, there's been nothing more disappointing recently than like Overwatch 2 because like literally nothing's changing what's changing <laughs> nothing oh, well okay if you care about the meta of the game then a lot's changing if you don't then it just looks like the same old same old that's the issue yeah. um which is well, kind, kind of like warzone in that respect yeah but um, you wouldn't change the formula because the formula works so, you know well it was working it, it was now it's time died out off. yeah but that's because they didn't support it with content not because the game was bad so that's a Blizzard problem of all of the other many Blizzard problems that Blizzard has been problemed. Right. So, in um, in, in, in question, should this have been called the Microsoft Bethesda plus Blizzard, Blizzard slash Activision show? It, it probably says that in like the fine print. It can't technically be called Activision because we haven't paid for them yet. Yeah. Well, the, the fact that they tried to get people interested by in saying this, this kind of this stuff is coming, but you might have to pay for it. That was a weird thing as well about this presentation. Um, in fact, I might... What did I say? Did I say C-? minus? You said C-. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm sticking with the C-. minus. Um, uh, I'd nearly bumped it down. If I'd said C, if I'd said C or C+, plus, I would have bumped it down. Uh. Um, if, I, if you're expecting me to... Or you're expecting people to pay for Overwatch 2, Diablo 4... Um, and then say, oh, by the way, when six months later down the line, if the if the sale closes by then, oh, you, all the people can get it for free. Oh, you've already paid for it. Tough shit. Um, well, keep, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but Overwatch Two is free to play. Is it? They've switched yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, they changed it. It used yeah, to. Which is something used... they should have done years ago. Right. So next was Dan's favourite game of the show. I'm assuming. Um, which is Ara History Untold, which looks like a Civ clone. Well, you, need to... you don't know what the fuck it is because they only show the CG trailer. Yeah, but it, uh, from what they showed, it looked like a Civ clone. Yeah, and that's the important one. What differentiates it from Civ, which is, like, excellent. So why why would you need to play this when well, you have one... Civ? Well, um, Civ has got hexagons 
this has got dodecahedrons. There you go. <laughs> Differentiating. Um, Fallout 76, The Pit, moving on. Yeah. Forza uh, Horizon to, uh, 5. Kill myself. What is it? Okay. okay. No, we'll talk about it when we get to Starfield. Yeah, I want to rush through quite a lot of this because I want to get to Starfield. Because there's a lot of snoozing. Um, Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels. I know... Um, Dave, aka Erebus Jones, very excited about that. It's not not a lot of us are. Uh, Arc two, why for the love of God did you do another CG trailer? Um, At least Vin Diesel didn't talk scorn. as much as The Rock. <laughs> yeah, just so saying. Scorn. Um, coming, uh, coming in a horror horror game packed Q three this year. Um, I need to see gameplay. That's uh, my gameplay. I see no gameplay. Yeah, some, but it was it wasn't a extended cut. Um, a game that I thought looked quite good and everyone else seems to be shitting on is Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, which to me looked like a cross between Greedfall and Forspoken. Uh, it's the one with the cute magic fox thing. What What's the game called? Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. It just looked a bit generic to me. Like, um, like I've seen a million games that look can play like oh, that. Yeah. So, this uh, looked, yeah, this does not look good. It could it could be good. I, I just don't have that much confidence. But people uh, said that about Greedfall, and I really like that game. And yeah, it was yeah. It, had, it had a whole lot of jank in it. And yeah, I but but, but Keith, for every one of those games that look like that, most of them suck. And Greedfall is just the one that didn't. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't play all the other ones. Um, I I'm excited for this. Um, I like the cute magic well, fox friend. If you if you've played this in October and you come on the podcast and shit on it, I'm going to point out this conversation to you. Oh no, I'm perfectly happy to revise my opinion. But at yeah. the at the moment, they did show gameplay, so you get a feel for what they're doing. Yes, it's not that's, extended gameplay. That's true. Um, gameplay. Well, yeah. funny part is this isn't this coming for PS5 as well? Yeah, it is, yeah. it's not even it's exclusive. It's on Game Pass though. It is day one to Game Pass, which is a, a good thing. I mean, I wouldn't want to pay for it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if it's so, on Game Pass, I might actually try it if, if I have the subscription. I paid for Greedfall, and I enjoyed that. Um, not for, I didn't pay forty five quid or whatever it was at the time, though. Um, I would say this game pro- is. Uh, I would say this game is like. Yes, it is the combination of those two things. Maybe it has a better combat system than Greedfall because I did not. I couldn't get through Greedfall because of the combat, but. Um, I don't. I don't know. There's just something about it feels off, and I can't tell you why. Like I like the fox. It's, it's, it's the, the an, it's the animation. Maybe it is it's the, the animation the, of the combat with the with the yeah. main character. It just doesn't. The timing lo- doesn't it, look right. It doesn't look right, and I just I. Eurojank. Yeah, and for one that so far, well, we'll get to it at the end of like because I canceled my Game Pass. Well, I let it cancel basically my subscription to Game Pass, and like this isn't going to entice me to just do it just for this game. No, we'll we'll get onto that question um, at the, at the end. end, right? So Minecraft Legends, you're so you're trying to sell this as a technically a whole new game. Yeah, right. Good luck with that. Um, so at least it's not Roblox. The, yeah, well, um, I haven't heard Roblox do anything scummy in a while. Maybe they've closed down. Oh, we weren't looking and, hard enough. Remember, yeah. they don't report yeah, on I'm it. Sure. <laughs> They're constantly doing scummy things. Yeah, so, so Light Year Frontier, aka Space Farming Simulator. There's a lot of space. Oh. Actually, I forgot to mention that about the Summer Game Fest. It was more of Summer Space Fest because there were so many space games. 
Um, I hate. I hate. This looks like a survival game. Um, sod off. Um, can, can I say I, I thought this looked interesting uh, upon deeper inspection, uh, but I, I I just did not give a two shits while I was watching it because at that point I was checking out and I was just like, well, when are they going to show you something interesting? This was the part in the conference where, where it took I, them a while. Just losing. Yeah, well, yeah. This is why this is why I use the, the shit sandwich analogy because there's two thin slices <laughs> of bread and quite a lot of shit. Um, yeah. uh, right, what was next? And Gunf- one of the pieces of bread was pretty soggy too. Soaked <laughs> red. Oh, oh no, Keith! You really need to get that internet fixed. Yeah, we're, we're losing you, Keith. Recalibrate. Recalibrate. Yeah. <laughs> Say that the, the the piece of bread must be soaked red with red full. I must. I must think like Keith must have to pay, like maybe it's maybe it's a Discord trying to tell him to like sign up for the deluxe edition. Uh, internet should actually be. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. I think you're good now. It's not one hundred percent, but it better. My internet should be quite good. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. I think as soon as someone does anything with other electrics in this block of flats, um, it does funny things to the Wi-Fi. Hmm. Um, right, so next up was Blarfire Reyorn. <laughs> Am I right? What, what actually this was, was it? I don't even know what that it was. was. Gun- it was called Gunfire Reborn. It was this indie roguelike... Um, do, like roguelike. do you know how this game, this summer game fest was so bad? A lot of these games I have to relook up. That's horrible. I yeah. shouldn't have to do that uh, at a Microsoft conference. I really shouldn't oh, have yeah. to do that. Are you freaking kidding uh, me? This, uh, this didn't do anything for. Yeah, me this either. did nothing for me. No, I, I even forgot about this. Right. Uh, then came up. I thought this looked quite cool. Uh, Liam, I think you said on the Discord that no, you were totally tuned out by this point. Which was the last case of Benedict Fox? Um, yeah, I, I went and looked back at that game because because I, I was kind of tuned out, and it does look pretty good. Yeah, I I I've got this down on my Evan Bate list. Yeah, Evan Bate is part. I put it in my meh until I need to see more. It's not enough. Next was As Dusk Falls, which had a unnecessarily hyperbolic introduction from the French lady from the production studio. Can I just say that I hate this game? I, hate I know you it. do. I, I, I don't. It like looks the like look. such a interesting concept, but the fact that it looks like a visual novel is dumb as fuck. Just gonna put it out there. Why? Why the fuck can't it just be a full motion thing? Look at the effort they put into I character actually, models and everything. I actually like the look. I like the look. I'm just done seeing it. Like I really just. When when is it coming out? I don't even want to play it. It's I will just I, agree. Just to I, it. It is weird. I think I will try it. I don't know if I will make it through because of what you're talking about. It's not in full motion. But I am yeah. gonna try it. But I just I'm I don't need to see any more of this game. I know exactly what I'm getting. Just tell me the release date. Like this game should have not shown up if it didn't have a release date, which I don't think it did. 
I don't think it did either. Which um, and we know it comes oh, in the it, next it, twelve it months. Does, uh, it, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It, it did. It, it comes out next month, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. Oh yes, yeah. of course it does because I pre-installed it. It comes out in the middle of July. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Mrs. McGwumble is excited to play this co-op. Because oh. you can play up to yeah. eight player, oh, up to really. eight player multiplayer on this. Um, well, those, those servers are going to be real full. As, as, so going back to the, the point I made about the quarry, uh, how much do you actually play this game? Um, well, so this, next was this one you Blade barely Point. touch. Um, Naraka Blade Point. So I'll give it a go and probably have my ass handed to me by one of the, the or more of the 10 million online players. I would have seen this game. Also, it's Chinese. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Evan, next, uh, not Evan, Liam, um, Pentiment. Yeah, I, I don't care. It, it looks like waste of obsidian's talents if i'm being honest the art style is interesting but it's just kind of ugly to me you know what i mean it's like, like it's it... like that old sort of industrial english art that is really beautiful to look at on a canvas like in person but to play that kind of aesthetic in a video game it just kind of comes across as kind of ugly how about how about i don't this, think it looks good how about this liam i go to visit the mona lisa i don't want it hanging in my house yeah i guess that works like i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not i don't want to look at this for hours on end i just want a quick glance i've seen it i'm good <laughs> i want to see what the story is like um because it for me this i've, I've played pixel art games that do similar stuff so i'm less i'm less put off by the aesthetic i want to know what the story is more so well i'll show you after the show but i think i'll show you after the show but i think i found the thumbnail image and it's this game because there's someone butt naked just laying on a table and it says here rather dramatic head wound (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's you're investigating a murder. Can um, I also say that, that it's funny with this game because everybody's just like, oh, it's like Disco Elysium. And that just makes me think, mm, I'll just play Disco Elysium instead of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, apparently the director for this has been trying to get this greenlit for three years. Yeah, I can understand why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the executives look at it and say, no. That's... <laughs> So yeah, I don't know whether to be whether to be happy or slightly put off by that statement. Um, I'll reserve judgment. Moving on. Same here. I'll try it. I guess Um, if it's there. Grounded has finally launched. They should not launched early access like they did because they they. Here's here's my thing, and this is when I was this is when I was doing it for Sifted, and that's where Matt Kyle and I had to have an actual conversation to say, did. Are, did we download the right game? Because it's preview. <laughs> and they weren't very clear in their announcement that the game was not done. <laughs> so I think they boshed it. I don't think it's going to do anything. I don't know. The game's still quite a following, though. And yeah, everyone. But the thing is, everyone who's already playing it is already playing it. Who gives yeah. a shit? Who gives that a shit now? It's 1.0 launch. Yeah, but that, that's the relaunch. Like That's the time for them to advertise it again and then. You know, people are going to be like, yeah, this game's for, great. For, what is it, 18 months? Yeah, they've been, I mean, that's personally, the issue. I, I, when, 
when it came out, I had an Xbox and I wanted to try it, but I thought at the time, I'm just going to wait until it comes out proper. But that's the thing. Right. Multiple uh, people didn't know people that. Multiple, multiple people didn't know that. Multiple people played it and then didn't realize it was preview until they got partway through and they're like, well, I tried everything. Because you can do a lot yeah. in that preview. You can do a lot. There's in that a lot preview. more now. What? Not not enough for me to go back. Now. I don't want to go back. I spent so much time on that preview. Maybe I don't want to go back. Will. But so, yeah. here's the issue. Some is not a lot. If you're taking a group of people yeah. and then you're saying... A lot, a, a massive group of people may have tried this game, and then you go, "Well, some of them will go back." Well, there's still a giant group of people that probably wanted to play it when it was actually launched, and they mismarketed it to put it in preview. Like that's the issue. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I think if that's we, all. we were talking about sales, this would be a really bad thing. But if we're talking about is is there enough within this presentation for people to con- continue a monthly subscription model? That's a different question. Um, next was. Uh, Ereban Shadow Legacy, which I had on my Evan Bait list. Uh, I thought it did look terrible, but it, Evan and terrible-looking games don't necessarily uh, aren't necessarily exclusive. Um, then we had Diablo Four, um, the Necromancer announcement, and some game more more gameplay, more Diablo. Great. I. I, I... The one thing I'd wish out of Diablo is here. Here's here's a Diablo coming to. I, I know Diablo three was on console as well, but for a person that has never played Diablo, I understand nothing of what they had just announced, and I feel like as if this is an opportunity for them to hit a new market, and I really think they should cater a little bit of their marketing to try to explain to new players what the hell Diablo is, because people are a huge fans. Because either people are huge fans of diablo or they just don't even know what it is there isn't that middle ground and they never hit that middle ground so i i for me i have no idea what it is so i have absolutely no interest it's rpg dungeon crawler there you go yeah and take a pick of however many other ones you want but this one is allegedly the best in the genre um if i can play it with people People fine if they expect it. If I would never play a Diablo game ever by myself ever again because I tried three and it was fucking dumb. Uh, I forgot you did that. <laughs> um, right. Well, what's next? See, see if, uh, see if Thieves season seven with a sea song. Of captains. Don't care. Johnny Depp isn't in this one. So I don't know. Ravenlock, which um, I have dubbed Pixel Souls. Because um, it's meant to be a, a soul-style game, but with pixel art, yay, great. Um, Cocoon, um, from the mind that brought you Journey and some other game, Abzu. Um, Evan Bate. Inside. Inside. But, but, but it's not Evan Bate, because they're like, oh, you remember these two games that everybody who's even slightly pretentious like me or Evan really loves? <laughs> then they show the game, it's like, well, this looks like shit by comparison. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which I'm I was confused by this one because it's from the same studio who brought us Neo, but instead of comparing it to their own game, they're comparing it to the Soulsborne games. Neo is a kind of Soulsborne game. Right? I know, but why not compare it to your own game? Because why not call maybe... it Neo? Maybe because Neo is like the I, I, hardest of 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 all Souls type 
genre games that they maybe just it comes with the, that kind of bad rep. That they're like, we don't want people to think it's that hard. Maybe. Yeah. That, that's the only thing I could think of of why they would try to like stay but away also, from it. Also, probably because the Soulsborne games are just ludicrously more uh, popular. Team Ninja are basically admitting failure. Well, kind of. E even though most people do recognize that they, in terms of copying that genre, they, they've done like a really good job of it. Like, there's a lot of Soulsborne people that really like the Neo games, like yeah, more so than a lot of the other copies. I'm just assuming this is going to be Neo in China. I mean, it, I'm really hoping they at least make the story more enticing because the Neo games stories have been pretty flat. Um, do, do you guys remember that game, uh, Wukong um, Black Myth? I think it's called. Yeah, the, um, that's from a Chinese studio whose name. I yeah. Yes. Well, this this game kind of reminded me of that, but the thing is, is that I feel less interested in that because I just want to play that game when that eventually comes out. Was yeah, actually made I'm, by Chinese people. I'm ten, but, yeah, I'm ten times you know? more interested in that one, hands down. Yeah, that, that game looks sick. I almost right. thought it was that game when they when they announced it, and I was like, wait, that would have been a that, good get for games. Is that is that the is that that game? And then I had to look it up, and I was like, nope, different title. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Next, something we've already talked about, so hopefully we can gloss over. Uh, Persona is coming to Game Pass. Woo! Um, wow, yeah. Do you know um, who, do you know what is coming to Game Pass though? His um, but, Royal Majesty slash Holiness slash Godliness himself, Hideo uh, fucking Kojima. First, right? Like, this is the most pointless bullshit, stupid, dumb shit ever. Who the fuck gives a shit if they have nothing to show? And everybody already knows it's happening because it's been leaked. It's like, who gives a shit? Is it? This is the problem with fucking Phil Spencer getting up on stage and go, oh, then we've got this amazing thing that we're about to reveal. And so, oh, that thing that everybody already knew about. Oh, at least they're going to show something. Oh, it doesn't show you anything. Well, that was completely fucking pointless, wasn't it now, Phil? At least when at least when Hideo Kojima announced that he was working with PlayStation with Death Stranding, he came with a freaking trailer. Yeah. Is it too much to ask? It's probably Another they... CG trailer? It's probably because... Let's give. That, well, that was in that was in engine. That was not a CG trailer. That was in engine. Kojima said it ran in real time. Well, well, that, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. He, do, he doesn't I, come I with the CG. He comes with the real in engine shit. Right, everybody needs to calm down. No, we all, don't calm down. All we know that's happened is <laughs> Phil has taken a suitcase full of money on a plane to Japan, given it to Kojima, and flown back. And he's going to fly back with multiple suitcases, and that's. Gonna going to be the game um we never get a game kojima's playing the game with us and phil just to get suitcases full of money oh yeah and the requirement um, is he has to he has to Google use the well. also the requirement is he has to use the cloud was that that's that they, their requirement or his we will never know i i, um, I, I, I will i will stadia beforehand like, like this game originally started life at stadia I I will tell you right now for for certainty, this game will not be successful if it relies on the cloud. I can tell you now that this game won't be successful. Just because of McWomble's um, internet right now, the game will not be successful if you try to use the cloud. 
Yes, right. Why? So before we before we get on to Starfield, I want your um, your picks for across everything summer gaming related. What you think any of Evan's pick uh, for Evan Bait games that may have been announced? So obviously, number one is Hollow Knight Silk Song. He's sent a list of five. Let's see if you can get what's considered any, an any of the other four indie game, or is it just any yes. game? Indies. Because Evan loves his indies. He liked the Obsidian one. He liked the Obsidian one. He buys um, he buys the indie games digitally, plays them, and then goes and buys the physical version on his shelf to say that he's played it. <laughs> he um, I pick the Obsidian one. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, the Pentiment or whatever. The, the Pentiment. The last n- case of Benedict Fox. Neither of those are on the list. Oh, even Damn. though you said it was Evan, mate. Amazing. Yeah, I thought it was. I I definitely thought um, that was going to be Evan Bate. But Me too. Nope. Yeah, I would have thought so too. Well, there's so many uh, that we forgot uh, about. I, I bet can, you said are, dusk fall. Can I can I loser. can I ask if any of these games uh, that he picked were any of them like snoozers on our list? Basically, oh, like when we discussed, Scorn was probably one of them. Um, none of them were actually announced at either the summer oh. game fest or xbox oh, fest. The, oh then i'm the not the even trying squire. i completely forgot so i'm not even trying the plucky squire was that one of them can you just nope go ahead and oh. just name them just just oh. name them if they right. didn't make any so, other conferences not even worth our time yeah um so planet of lana a girl suspiciously an unsuspiciously cat-like alien companion running through mysterious and beautiful machine-controlled world Reminds me of Inside. Uh, Animal Well. Um, pixel Art Metroid 8-bit inspired Metroidvania. Ooh, Planet of Lana um, looked good. Uh, the Cub. Station. Kid wears a space helmet and runs away from people in hazmat suits in some kind of post-ecological disaster Earth. Reminds The dev said it's a spiritual successor to games like The Jungle Book, Aladdin, The Lion King. Hmm. Um no place for bravery. It's a two D top down RPG pixel art, uh, no doubt influenced by Hyperlight Drifter. And nine years of shadows. You look like you look looks like you equip armor similar to Mega Man, themed around different versions of mythical gods. So that was Evan's top picks for indie games. Sounds interesting. I used to love um, the old Disney Aladdin game. That's great. And if any of those come to Game Pass, I might give them a go. Other subscription models may be available. Just say just say uh, PS just say PS Plus. So Game Pass or PS Plus. That's all you have to oh, say. He's covering he's covering all his holes. There's no other there's no other subscription service that is worth that has Nintendo any games. begs to differ. Oh you freaking Nintendo also has a service. Not a subscription service. It's just a yearly service. Yes, it does. It costs a yearly amount, and you sign a subscription to it. And, and we're, we're just as popular as Game Pass and the PlayStation one. So your internet was kind of out there because it didn't agree with your statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I don't even agree with my statement. <laughs> right, let's, let's, let, it's normally me doing stuff like that, let's, let's face it. Let's talk some Starfield. Um, can, we, can we get the shit out of the way first? It... It looks, um, and I think um, Erebus Jones covered this quite um, sensibly on our Discord. Um, it 
looks about as close to No Man's Sky as Mario Strikers does to FIFA. Yeah, and and I will I will say, Liam, I must have fell asleep when I sent that Discord message during the Starfield because uh, I rewatched it and I was I, like, oh, I I was very wrong about what I said, very much saying like it uh, of, about that. So my bad, my bad. I'll say it on camera. That's my bad. Oh, I, I actually now's a good turn for me. Mm-hmm. So apologize because uh, <laughs> I, I, me and you have been going back and forth for a while on on Xbox, and I must admit, after this presentation, I have I I I I kind of feel more inclined to your opinion on the whole thing. I have a lot less confidence in in Xbox for the foreseeable future. I, I'm sure they'll still get their shit together eventually, but all of this waiting is. It's quite fun. And, so, uh, so you're saying yeah. you're you're agreeing uh, with me I, that I, Phil should hand back his award for now until he earns it back because d- d- you don't get to well, keep your toys if you don't do anything. <laughs> oh, well, Phil, Phil should go like chores. You don't get to play with your toys. Yeah, there you go. Um, Phil's gonna be like, you know, the dream's gonna come through in a year. But now you hang on to this trophy for me, and I'll be back in a year to claim it back. You know? Well, actually, more than a year because. Clearly, this is all stuff that's coming in one year. year. <laughs> Did I say um, one year? I, I meant two. <laughs> maybe, maybe three. <laughs> and then two years from there, maybe two more. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I th- I think I someone mentioned um about when um it was on an episode of Pacta Factory mentioned that um. Uh, the new Elder Scrolls might come out in um, 2015. And someone said, I think he means 2025, to which I responded, I think he means 2035. Yeah, I think he means 2035. <laughs> and then they, and then they, hold on, because this it goes with Bethesda, they had the balls to say, oh, we're going to work on Fallout after we work on Elder Scrolls. Shut the, shut the F up. You don't even know what you're going to work on because you don't even, you, we might all be alive by then. <laughs> Did you guys read the Kotaku article about what happened at Bethesda and Fallout 76. No, I didn't. No, I, I bookmarked and forgot to read it. Um, Todd Howard is like a magpie at that studio. So he's got too many things. Um, so, you know, the thing about magpies is they're attracted to shiny things. I don't even know what that is. Oh, fuck me. Oh, that's hilarious. You've, you've never heard of a magpie? No. You do not. Okay, so these are um, part of the Corvid family, so they're related to jackdaws and crows, um, and they have a reputation of liking shiny things, and they would said steal... magpie, mag, yes, m a g p i e. Is that a duck? Yeah. No, it's related to crows. No, part they, of the Corvid they, look like, they look like a smaller. Crow. Oh, okay, I see, I see. <laughs> Sorry, I'll show you um, a different image so, later. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Todd, I got this idea in my head that Todd Howard being a magpie, and it's like, oh, for, Fallout 76, we can make this always online, multiplayer. Oh, someone's come up with an idea for Starfield. Starfield? Oh, let's go over and look at Starfield. And he caused so many problems by putting... He was meant to be in charge of the Fallout 76 development, and apparently he spent all of his time on the Starfield development. Um, and 
it basically screwed the entire development for Fallout 76. Um, so much so that it got to the point that they had to start pulling devs off other projects to prop up Fallout 76 after launch, which led to loads of them going off with stress leave. People quit Bethesda, and it all boils back to Todd Howard not giving a shit about that IP because he was interested in making Starfield. Um, what I would say to that, uh, because a lot of this stuff has been known for a while, I think that article, because I haven't read it yet, so, so I, I'd have to give it a chance, but to me that does sound like they're throwing him under the bus a little bit. When Fallout 76 started life at, um, at um, I think it's um, their, uh, it was one of their Texas studios, so I can't remember whether it's um, Houston, I can't remember the name of it. They started life at one of their Texas studios, which was the studio that were working on that um, hero shooter game. Uh, Battlecry that got cancelled uh, and basically they, they gave them the project of 476 and then they went oh fuck me like uh, th th this project is a lot bigger and and um, you know a lot more than just that studio can handle so, so we're going to have to bring it in house to the main studio and get a bunch of our people to work it's, it's, uh, that's um, not what was reflected in that article I'd suggest you go and read it but I'll, I'll go and dumb. read it but, um, but particularly, it, it does paint Todd Howard in a pretty bad light that yeah. I don't think well, is necessarily cool. fair. Well, who does the buck stop with? Development on, yes. No, but, but the truth is, is he finished development on Fallout 4 and then was like, yeah, I'm making my dream project, Starfield. But and, you're, you he know, was in charge of the IP. He was still in charge of that IP. So yeah, allegedly yeah, there was multiple situations where people went to him and said, we want your input. And he kind of hand-waved it away and said, you know Fallout. I know Fallout and going and, and well, he was more interested in, in making his pet project, which if you're in charge of some in something, the buck stops with you. Or you well, assign somebody to be a charge well, of it and he exactly. didn't. That's it's, that's it's mismanagement. It's one of two things. Either he because I know the game has a de game director that isn't top powered, but our delegates, the people he's delegated work to on those games aren't doing their jobs. Or he's just not delegated enough of the work to anybody else. Or he so assigned like, someone, that, or he assigned someone game director late in the project, and they got a credit for it. Because some people do get not saying that in any capacity this reflects all games, but people get their name in the credits and they didn't do anything because they anticipate them working on something and they don't work on it. But they still put mm -hmm. their name in the credits because of time constraints, and we have to get people in the credits and make that credit sequence by a certain time in the development of a project so like he could have he could have been like well i don't want my name attached to this crap you were the lead production person on this or or the lead uh um lead designer on this let's give you a director credit put your name on it well i mean he did want his name attached on it, considering he was the person that was front center during the uh, E3 presentation. But, but they, he yeah, never. Made it more galling because he did a presentation, did a, a telephone interview with IGN on their Summer of Games about Starfield, where they asked him, "How can you actually split your time across the three biggest Bethesda IPs?" And then he gave some platitude answer about as it, it, all the projects are just as important. It's like, well, they're obviously what they obviously weren't worth mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Well. yeah. In, I, I mean, uh, in, yes, me in, personally, I'm going to just say about 76 is that, that project should have never even happened in the first fucking place. Because well, it is an abomination of a game even now. It just 
plays terribly. It's a fucking joke. I don't know why they ever did it. Well, it's because a... they needed something to put out, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. yeah, games of a service was still hot at that time. It was very early in the process of like seeing the money print. Uh, but uh, to your point, Liam, before we hop on Starfield, like you, you say, like, well, he stands up there and speaks. Well, yeah, because he's the head of the freaking studio, and that's what you do. Regardless of what happens, of like what goes on in your studio, you stand up there and you're the one that announces the games. That's what that's what you're paid for. So, like, of course he's going to be the one to stand up there and, and introduce a game he didn't work on or, or waved away or, like, gave some other people credit for directing. I mean, you saw Neil Druckmann up there for Naughty Dog speaking for the studio, yet of all the projects we announced are worked by different game directors. Like, he gives the credit where credit is deserved. That's what you're paid for. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever seen uh, the, the famous YouTube video about Todd Howard's uh, uh, Sweet Little Lies? No. No. I, I'll have to share it with you later, because you, you may not know about Todd Howard. He, he lies about every game he ever puts out. Hmm essentially and and he's been doing it since uh the mid-2000s where he, he, he just whenever he's on stage he just lies about everything and you should watch that video for context because when you see the lies that he's told and the things that he said and, and the video is also really funny you'd also understand and probably want to watch that starfield presentation again and maybe think twice about, about a few of the things that he says because he lies um, well, he's not. I wouldn't say he's as pathological, pathological a liar as Boris Johnson. Uh, well, no. I mean, not many people are. Or even, uh, or even, what's his name that does Fable? What's what's that guy's name? Uh, Peter Molyneux with Milo. Peter Molyhue, yeah, yeah, but but Todd isn't British, so he can't get away with it. Yeah. So right, Starfield. Um, the character models, the faces don't look that great. But it's sweeping rough. that aside. The I I'm I'm seriously going to play the crap out of this game. Everything everything else they showed, other than the characters' faces, I I will be all over this, uh, um, like something with a something. So this was your nice this was your nice buttered slice of bread, uh, on the on the shit sandwich. Um, I. I thought Todd Howard talked too much and they didn't show enough of what was going on. but um, And they showed more after the show on the various different talking head podcasts and interviews and other stuff. Um, give me Skyrim in space. I'll take that. Thank you very much. I'll have that any day of the week. Because I'm more of a science fiction person than I am a fantasy. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm... I liked what I saw. I'm ner I'm nervous in an aspect of um it's, it, it seems like the world is barren and I don't want I don't like I I'm 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 done with the trope of the science fiction of you know there's like there's one populated area in space and everywhere else is just barren and nothing's really there and it's 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 like rugged and and it's like I really love Star Wars in the prequels because that's when like things were shiny and new and flashy and there's a lot going on here where it's like in the in the in the originals it was very barren and things were like distraught and destroyed down. Like uh, I I do like that there is a city in there that has a lot of topia. 
Um, but I just, I'm really, I, I, that's the only thing I'm nervous about. Besides that, I like, I really did actually like what I saw. So I would, I would have liked if they'd announced the character creator for this. So I could have picked all the backstory and perks and everything like no, that. Um, not, but this not, would have probably been, I mean, I would, um, I, how, how long we would have had to wait for this? I know eight to eight to 14 months. Yeah. Um, we be over a year later. It will be. I, I, I seriously will think this will be delayed. Like I just do. I no doubt in my mind, this is going to get delayed. So one thing um, that I would say about this game, it will be trash and forever be trash. If I cannot build a replica ship of the Rosinante from um, the expanse, if I cannot build that ship in this game, I'm, I'm just going to switch off and delete it and tell everyone it's trash. I wonder how many actual like building your how many features like uh, options you will have for building your own spacecraft, because um, there is it, like to be honest, it is very this game is very ambitious, which maybe is a reason why they had to delay it so much, um, and do a delay this soon, um, um, because I, I'm, I'm gonna just say like Mitch, um, just just to point out this this game's only been delayed once. It's not have been given a release date other than other than the um, 11 11 the, 22 yeah exactly like um they announced it way early but, but they never gave it a release date I'm i know sure it's it, it just the thing that's giving me cyberpunk vibes is how ambitious they're stating how this game is and that's the my nervousness systems involved the number of systems the number like and the amount of customization there are limits and so people's the, the way they have, are stating the customization being like build the ship you want and it's like well people's minds go oh my god i have a thousand options to build my ship and it's like maybe it's only like 40 options which gives you some variety in ships but it's not that unique that you really that statement doesn't have as much of that weight to it yes you can customize your ship that's great but it there will only be maybe 40 different varieties of ships that you could really build yourself comparative to like the hundreds you're thinking of in your brain of being like mcwamba like like you said i want to build this exact type of ship you probably won't be able to do that let's be yeah, real honest. Like yeah. um you're gonna have uh, to delete off your hard drive yeah i'm going to have to uh, i have to stick by my word and not lie to our listeners slash viewers um dan is super excited to play this game he's going channeling his inner space pirate as we speak um, so he'll be flying around the galaxy trying to steal people's ships but you can't that's not multiplayer you yeah you can they've said if you if you want to align yourself with the pirate faction and yeah, play as a space pirate, not not online people ships. just npcs oh, or yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. like grand theft auto yeah, it, I'm. Like, uh, it, it, you it don't looked, want to make looked, another multiplayer game after seventy six. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, it's just it looked good. I'm just tampering down expectations to like see real. Like we saw a gameplay of it. It was very. It was very selective. It was. Sn sn it was like snippets of sections. I want, I want this, this one is one of those, it, it was like cyberpunk. It's like one of those, you really have to see gameplay from start to finish a full mission. How does the mission start? What is, cause like we learned post that you can't actually fly the ship off the planet and you cannot land anywhere you want. 
it, it, people were getting that impression. And then he was like, of course you can't do that. And it's like, what are you talking about, dude? You set up the expectation like you could based off the language he, you were using. Again, he, he kind of said it during the conference. This is why you guys need to watch that video because he lies a lot. I, I know, but and that's I what, don't but that's half the things he said. But you're not everybody, well, Liam. One, one thing, one thing. Yeah, no, I no, no. I, I'm not saying people should know better. I'm just saying, like, I told lies. He, he he's, he's terrible. I know, yeah, but, I'm, but I'm just saying that's why um, I'm really tampering on like waiting to should. really see it because, in, especially because it's well, a year out. Like things can change Mitch, in a year. A lot can is change. Your, this is your most anticipated game for 2022. Obviously, until December 31st, 31st it, it is my most anticipated game of tournament. <laughs> I mean, not my my buying an Xbox uh, Series X hinges on this game coming out. So. Yeah, this I'm 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 excited cautiously. Um, also, it's I using old tech, the... and I don't think that it looks very good in that aspect because it's still it using old tech. It's, it's not using it's, anything new. It's using... Oh, it's definitely using a lot of new tech, well, especially compared to the last engine. Well, it's using their last engine update, yeah. but it, they're, they they need to rebuild uh, their engine from scratch. Trust, 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 trust me, Mitch. It's night and day compared to their last game. Like. It looks a lot better. They've done that's, a lot of work, even if the engine may have some of the same flaws. That's not what I'm saying. You know, I'm it, saying it, they read that that their issue is there always have been their engine. They re they need to rebuild that engine from scratch, and they have failed to do that so far. And this clearly shows they have not done that. They've just been adding to it to try to fix it, and by putting band aids all over the, the place. The, the new the new engine is going to come for whatever the new Elder Scrolls game is. Yeah, that's no, what I'm looking no, forward they, to more. It's not. They're not making a new engine. They're just going to keep adding to it. I'm going to just tell that to you guys now. Like the uh, same engine making Starfield is going to make Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. It might. Who knows? They could. They could change it. No. Right. We've, we've, we've I, gone, I know that with a certainty. Trust we've me. gone off. We've gone off Starfield. Unless they switched Unreal. Uh, we've gone off Starfield. One thing that I would like to point out, which I thought was a, a really nice um, touch in the presentation, is the when. They showed the dogfighting um, sections in space. They showed it from the in-cabin angle and then the third-person space combat angle. When you were in the cabin angle, the sound of the fighting was muffled. Mm -hmm. And I really liked the fact that they'd done that. They'd gone to the fact that you are in a spacesuit inside a cabin and the things are happening outside you. So obviously you wouldn't hear anything outside but they've got the sound effects because you wouldn't want to play a space shooting game and you don't hear anything that's mm -hmm. stupid but the fact that when you're in a cabin the fight is muffled because you're going through the hull of your ship and then the suit that you're wearing and i just thought that was quite that was quite a nice touch i hope that, that i hope that about. makes it into the game like that's something though like if you have to make cuts that's what that's something that they will cut I, I guess I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Thing. I'm looking at this gameplay shown as something similar to like you know when they show like you know the God of War footage for the first time. This is like their late alpha of like here are the systems that work how they're supposed to be working. Now when we put it all together, we have to make cuts and changes in different areas because this thing has to run a full game, not just these snippets we created. So that's that's where I'm carrying it right now. 
I, I I don't know what they would potentially cut out of what we've already seen. You know, it's it's, it's the small details. How much content is there? But no, I'm not talking about yeah, full. Yeah, those like, small details are already there, so you know. Yeah, but when you when you it's talk more the case of how much content the game has, no, what the quality of the writing no, is. No, Liam, it's it's the, the, over. Go ahead. I mean, trust, trust me, Mitch. I, I've 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 been through this process time and time again. When Oblivion came out, when Fallout Three came out, when the Elder Scrolls Skyrim came out, when uh, Fallout Four came. Out. It's just the process of expecting them to change things in a meaningful way, it, and and they just don't. I think everything that you see in that presentation is clearly in the game, and and it's it's not a question of whether it'll be there. It's a question of whether it will be of the the quality that you expect from getting those tiny snippets of it, or whether it's just a bunch of shit wrapped in a sort of um, a, a nice looking tape, essentially. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm just talking about the finite details where it's like McWan was talking about the sound and like how it does sound different in the spaceship comparative to outside the spaceship. Like those yeah, are when, when I, we talk. Let me finish. 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 I'll let you speak. Uh, that basically what we're talking about is memory here. And like there's only so much that the game can hold in certain aspects of certain levels and so like when you when when they because they're not done with things like lighting passes yet they're not done with a lot of things which takes up more ram and more memory and when you get to the point where you have too much you do have to take down certain details in games to be able to fit that space that cachet so it runs on the system that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the finite details. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about full. I'm not talking about full features. I'm just talking about finite details, like what McWamble was saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about like the shooting yeah, is going to be completely different. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the finite details. Yeah, but it's running on Xbox Series X, Mitch. There's really no excuse if they can't get that working on that. And it's already input into the game. You've seen it, dude. Liam, so, they're so running. It, it's not. Run, it's not running that. on Xbox. It's running on a dev kit. It has more memory. It has more RAM, so it can be able to run that kind of stuff. Like that's, it's it's not the same. No, no, but no, you're missing the point. It's an Xbox Series X. That's 16 gigabytes of memory. I mean, you can only use I think 12 of that, but it's a lot. If they can't get that into the game then that's just ridiculous these systems are just like exponentially more powerful that they they don't even have to consider it down to the lesser nominated the lesser nom <laughs> nomination of an xbox one like if they can't put that kind of sound effect into the game if they can't put everything that we've already seen into the game as it looks in that in, in that um in that presentation well, then there's something more wrong here than, than any of those things. What my point is, is that everything that you see there, um, just like when they showed Fallout 4 and just like when they showed 76, could be there to trick you. It could be there to literally make the game seem more competent than it is. Whereas a load of the alpha effects in the game may be sort of um, just, just not up to the standards that you expect from the way that they've shot. I mean, every, everything in that presentation is done in a specific way to make you look at the game and think this is the best version of it. You know, when in reality, in reality, they could have handpicked that exact environment because it's the one that looks the best right now in their development. A bunch of the other planets look a bit shit. You know, they, they pick out that sound effect specifically because it's one of the 
soundtracks that's actually working in the game. Well, in which case, I, I'm agree. I'm in agreement with both of you, but for a different yeah. reason, um, which is no one should trust anything you are told by any games developer or publisher until the game is launched and people actually get their hands on it to play it. I think we're we're all in agreement on that one, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and uh, I, I've I've got to wrap in five minutes, and that's not actually musically. I mean, wrap up the show. Um, so we need to wrap up. We need to wrap up our shit sandwich from um, Xbox. Um, overall, I, I can say that, that between the three of us, we're not particularly keen on either of the presentations. No. Um, this may just be symptomatic of uh, what's happened in the last two years. So people don't really have that much stuff to show and certain things had to be thrown together together relatively quickly um things may have even the xbox one they included more content was it two weeks beforehand it moved from an hour to 90 minutes they extended their showcase so and then you've got sony here on the back end so yep 35 minutes done thank you very much everyone's tooting their horn um and i'm i'm bored nintendo fans are going to be happy with whatever nintendo does overall i'm not a fan of this summer of gaming summer game fest type approach i would much prefer a structured e3 style thing but just in the last couple of minutes do we actually think that we need this style of presentation anymore when you've got Nintendo Directs and um, PlayStation doing their own thing and they seem to be doing absolutely brilliantly. Liam? Um, well, I think it's not so much a question because, you know, before E3 disappeared off the map, it was kind of already dying anyway. You know, like, uh, yeah, it had left. I mean, of course, they did their presentation in the same week, but they didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And then PlayStation didn't want to be a part of it. And I, I, I think they were just the first dominoes because all, all of these companies are realizing that they can just do things on their own. And while I kind of hate it, I, I hate the fact that I have to tune into all of these presentations and a lot of them are extremely pointless and and, and build themselves up to be some big event that you should pay attention to when in reality unless you're like a hardcore fan and and even if you're a hardcore fan a lot of the time it's just pointless and, and not worth your time commitment to it um and and i don't think you can reverse that i i think this is the way things are going and uh, and i don't think i'll ever prefer this way of things happening because there, there was nothing like e3 there, there was nothing like uh getting all of your friends together, uh, you know, to talk about this big gaming event that, that would have a conference from all of your favorite publishers and, and you'd have loads to talk about and loads of different announcements and that they'd actively be competing against each other and, and you'd decide, oh, who had the best presentation? I think that time's dead. Um, and I, I just feel lucky that, <laughs> that we've got to experience it at all because, you know, a lot of the people that are into games now like won't, won't even have that. Mitch, um, I think I give Keeley one more year. 
Like this, he he had a last minute notice on like all these people on E three not happening, and potentially the publishers all knew it wasn't going to happen, so they didn't have stuff. But like, give I give him one year to like do it. Um, is it needed? No, but like, could it be something special, especially since he's doing in person and online event for next year? I would just want to see what it looks like, and then after that, I think I'll reserve judgment to like say if it should be canceled or not. Um, and I think just in general. I think this is why Microsoft needs to consider thinking about how they phrase their showcase events. Um, it's like PlayStation, we have state of plays and then we have showcases and showcases are where we ball out And the state of plays is when there's like good, good announcements to great announcements. And when Microsoft only has showcases, the expectation for the pendulum just swings so hard back and forth between being great announcements or being crappy announcements. And so I think that they need to rebrand their online type of marketing in regards to their uh, announcements. So like this one should have been a, a, a state of play in a sense for, uh, for Microsoft instead of a showcase, because this was not a showcase. Yeah. I'm kind of getting fatigued with the whole thing, if I'm honest. Um, I, I don't even know next year, there would have to be some, major revamp for me to be interested in watching some stuff otherwise i'm not, not going to watch stuff live and i'm going to skim through everything that i don't find interesting and rely on other people like you guys to say yep yeah, tune in for this this look cool um i don't know if i've got the energy anymore ask me again in 11 months time mm -hmm. and see how i feel then um but i, I think on that note uh maybe you should tune in next week to hear me um absolutely rip apart teenage mutant ninja turtles Shredder's revenge which is an absolute piece of trash compared oh. to streets of rage 4. Not bad, boy. tune in next week um yeah i'm not part of this I played the other